I'm out of beer, so I keep stealing my wife's fucking wine coolers. And they're not even good. They're gross. <laughs> Ugh. The last one I had to put like a whole bunch of vodka in to make it even work. <laughs> Your wine cooler is broken. It's only 3%. <laughs> it's, it's bullshit, man. I see everybody, I'm X, and we are the Utah Outcasts. It's Monday the 11th of April as you're hearing this, and uh, we're here to bring you some news you missed from the past week, have a little fun with real audio with some right-wing asshats, and put a smile on your face at the very least and give you something to think about. This is uh, Podhell Media's flagship podcast with a distinct anti-theist worldview, coming at you from the crossroads of the West, the state of Deseret, the promised land chock full of Mormons, or as you Gentiles might call it, Utah. Uh, we are very much uncensored and unabashedly atheist and skeptical podcast. And if you're a new listener, welcome. However, we must implore you to get some headphones because we definitely earned the explicit tag. I mean, we're not going to be, we're not going to go that far off the deep end. But you know, your your boss at work might not enjoy three adult men saying fuck a lot. So, uh, let's see. For to get in touch with us here on the show, feel free to do so via any avenue you wish to, whether it be email, that's mailbag at utahoutcast.com, through text or voicemail at three four seven six six nine three three seven seven or 347 now derp if you want to do that way and a plethora of social media networks where you can find us as utah outcast and uh, we are financially backed through the generous donations of listeners on patreon but we know not everybody's as charming or as awesome as uh those that chose to give us money so if you find that yourself really enjoying the show we ask that you give us a five-star rating on whatever service you find us on and if you're on youtube we'd love if you'd subscribe and give us a thumbs up because every little bit helps so joining me on the panel tonight unfortunately felicia is out with a bad sickness. I'm not going to tell you what. I'm just going to make you make you guys think about it. And just use, <laughs> use your imagination on this one. So we have Kyle Steenblick, and we have as a return guest and fill in for Felicia tonight because we uh, arm wrestled them into it last night at the at the atheist <laughs> event. Uh, we have Dan Ellis joining us once again. So um, for without the two of these guys being on the show tonight, I would be like a ship without a rudder or oars. Uh, it's it's really nice not having to be a raft tonight. So welcome you two. Thanks for coming on. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me back. So, what's everybody been up to for the past week? Anything fun? We had the oh, we had the zombie oh, Jesus party had... last night, which was fucking great. Where were you? you know? I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you missed that one, you missed out on a hell of a good party. It was a raging kegger. It was panty raids and everything. You know? <laughs> it was a whole lot of fun. I I got very very drunk and <laughs> paid for that mightily today. Is this one of those days uh, where you're just like, oh fuck, oh, what is? Dude, I fucking, I just came down, and sat on the couch, and watched my news programs, and then you watched some... really horrible fucking movies. <laughs> based on, based off what I saw last night, everybody who didn't have to drive themselves got uh, way too drunk. <laughs> yeah, it was a. <laughs> We're yeah. adults, yay! Yeah. <laughs> some I drink. I drank a full pint of vodka. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so it was you that drank all the five wives. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I, I brought my own little kit. We always take our little cooler, and I've, I had uh, 
monsters and vodka so that I could be really, really awake and drunk. I, I, love, <laughs> I love the, the, the energy drink and, and uh, booze oh. combination. I fucking love it. There's oh, a lot of people who are like, oh, no, do it. It's terrible to your body. Like, you're already do drinking. Don't you're, do you're already drinking. <laughs> you, you can't really do much it's more really... worse to your body than that. So. Yeah, well, what it when it comes what it comes down to is it's not that it's so much bad for your body; it's that the stimulant keeps you from feeling quite as drunk. Mm. So you have a tendency to drink more. Yes. So that's really that's really the danger in it, <laughs> and just... make worse decisions because you you're, <laughs> you don't think you're as drunk as you really are. Yeah, I I had that issue last night. I'm like. Uh, I kept thinking, I kept doing the mental math to myself. I'm like, I weigh this much. I just had a big meal. Let's see if I had like four beers now and guys, four Utah beers. <laughs> I, I bought them at Maverick on the way up. Yeah. And so, and I'm like, okay, I can have a couple of shots of fireball. And it's like, I have my cutoff time is 1030. I need to stop at 1030. <laughs> and I was good though. I probably should have had a lot more water because I, I woke up this morning and it was like tearing sand, like glued on sandpaper off the roof of my mouth. I'm just like, uh, I got to get out of bed. I snored so much last night that my uvula was sore this morning. <laughs> oh, good. I'm not, I'm not the only drunk snorer. Oh yeah. I, I had to have been keeping the neighbors awake. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. I'm very happy to say that I don't do that anymore. Ah, uh-huh. Yeah, they fixed that problem. Well, they How did they do that? Clip your uvula. I am, they, they, got rid of the, they got rid of the uvula, the ad noise, and the tonsils. Oh, it's all I gone. Know. I know. They I can put a fucking toilet like a snake down right your th- man. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> There's nothing blocking that right now. <laughs> nice. Did they remove your gag reflex while they were at it? I mean... Yeah, inquiring they, minds wish to know well, kyle <laughs> i mean that was it was never it was never very strong to begin with so hey for, for a good time that's three four seven six six nine three three seven seven send us pictures <laughs> <laughs> okay so beyond the party did anybody have anything else really happen to them this last week i mean that we can talk about it i'm sure a little bit later i mean i, I did just a shitload of yard work because i'm actually welcoming spring being here yeah, do you do you want to hear about yard work? <laughs> <laughs> no, this isn't the left show. We probably don't want to go into no. too much of that no, stuff. No, we don't. We um, love you, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. So I went. I went and saw my. Went actually went and saw my dad today in the hospital. Oh yeah, catch us up on your dad. <laughs> oh, well, he's. Uh, we, we had a, a few scary days. But he's not um, dead. <laughs> no, no, a few a few scary days. He was. Uh, it was just the sedation, really. Um, but he was completely unresponsive. Uh, he was not responding to verbal commands. He couldn't focus. He couldn't look at anybody. Uh, it, it was basically just he'd be awake and wouldn't see or acknowledge anything. So your dad was going through the, the 2001 equivalent of, you know, whatever uh, Bowman went through when he was going through the, the light tunnel. <laughs> He, yeah, he, he touched the monolith was, is what happened it, for people out there that know an old that's a, <laughs> almost 60 year old movie god damn it it's a, yeah it is god yeah the lights were was, on but nobody was home yeah that's he, yeah that's, numb. that's how it that's that's how it looked uh there was so there was a brief period of time where the doctors were uh they they were actually uh concerned about neurological damage <laughs> oh jesus so, yeah, we're getting this, like, we're doing the CT scan because here's all the things that it could be. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, there was a brief period of time, like just before the, just before the the party, uh, where they were talking about a uh, uh, neurological infection, basically. Mm. Like it could be this, and it could take it could them a couple that. months to recover. <laughs> we're like, <laughs> okay, um, good, good to know. Uh, but he was awake today, good and fully responsive, watching TV able to hear and respond and so uh they're they're thinking of taking the uh breathing tube out tomorrow okay if if he improves enough which will help a lot so yeah all uh, things are are looking good and they're hail science they're hail science yes <laughs> fuck go to science they they scienced the shit out of him <laughs> good to hear man it I, is. It was. It was a good day. So, Dan, how's your puppy doing? He's a monster. <laughs> he's he's fucking adorable, but man, he's just he's he's a puppy. He's four months not not even four months old yet. Uh, he didn't he didn't eat his own shit and then vomited on me this week. So <laughs> that was that was an improvement. That was that was a bonus. Yeah, go um, listen to uh, Dan at Dan at the uh, the Godless <laughs> Revolution. I, I think it was ninety eight that you guys episode ninety eight. I think it was where you, where you were talking about the shit vomit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was, it was either ninety eight or yeah, I think it was ninety eight. Yeah, that was that was horrific, man. I would not want anybody else to have to go through that. <laughs> no, no. It's like, but, did he uh, eat the vomit? Well, he he had eaten his own shit, unbeknownst <laughs> yeah. to me. Well, no, I, I did know. I mean, because there's the telltale smell, yeah, the smell of it out there. That's what they do. Yeah, that's, yeah I, that's just what they do. I had an inkling because he <laughs> he was in the living room by himself for a little bit in the entryway there, where I've got the wood flooring. Yeah, and uh, I heard him licking his chops. And Tracy came downstairs from the bedroom, and she's like, "Do you smell that? It smells like he shit somewhere." So we looked all around, couldn't it's find fine. any shit anywhere. Played find. She's the like, <laughs> "She's like, maybe he just had a really bad fart." And I'm like, "No, that's a shit. He shit somewhere. We're just not finding it." And apparently, it was because he had eaten it. So yeah, he had, he had shit in the house and then ate it to hide the evidence. Yeah, and it made him completely sick all over Dan. It's a, it's like a forty minute story. You need to go listen to it because it's fucking hilarious. I mean, I'm yeah. sure it wasn't fun at that time, but <laughs> oh, it was a laugh riot. Yeah, yeah. As I say about comedy, uh, the it's it's tragedy plus time. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as I recounted on the uh, the only time I said to these people on a uh, Utah Atheist this week, I recounted the story of me playing my parents sex tape on <laughs> in front of the extended family <laughs> so Good maybe times. one of these days i'll make that a patreon thing we'll 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 go out and we'll say the most horrible shit that we could possibly want to reveal to anybody that'd be kind of fun <laughs> so i'm gonna move into some news you missed this week so i'm sure somebody has missed this because you know you can't be everywhere at all times especially with news so uh fox and friends Yay, that fun show. Uh, they're angry that Madison, Wisconsin now prohibits discrimination against atheists, which is a good Yay. thing, you know. And their reasoning for it is, quote, there's a lot of reasons why Christians or Jews might not want to hire an atheist. Let's not talk about any other faith group. Let's just go with our, our audience here, Christians or Jews, you know. So, of, of course, Tucker Carlson reported that the city of Madison, Wisconsin is now including atheists as a protected class. 
and his co-host, Anna Koyman, I think that's how you say her name, or Koyman, I don't know, it's a weird fucking name, it's got mm-hmm. K-double-O, it's like Koopa Troopa, but it's just, eh. Uh, ask GOP <laughs> activist and former de- Department of Justice attorney J. Christian Adams. He must be Mormon. He's got to be for <laughs> using the apostolic name like that. Uh, for the, the the following rhetorically loaded question: Where does all this hostility come from? That, that's not a that's not a biased question to begin with. So uh, let's see. Uh, in response to the question, Adams attacked the Freedom from Religion Foundation because they are from <laughs> Madison, Wisconsin. And they campaigned in favor of the ordinance protecting atheists from discrimination. So Adam mm-hmm. said that the FFRF is a bunch of angry atheists that heckers <laughs> governments to pass anti-Christian, anti-religious ordinances. And then they team up with government, for example. They were behind getting the IRS to monitor sermons and homilies by Christian pastors. <laughs> if you guys have overt political messages in them, you're goddamn right. Yes. You should lose your fucking tax-free status. I hate that shit so bad. There's a lot of people yeah. in the in, in uh, atheist of Utah, uh, the the 503c. They they as much as they would want to do political leanings and talk about stuff like that, you can't because it would come back to bite them in the ass. So, yeah, any other nonprofit organization has to go through all kinds of different filings and mm-hmm. show where the money's coming from and going to, and you know you have to. You have to do all of these filings to make sure that you're following all the nonprofit laws. But mm-hmm. churches, it's just like, no, we did religious shit, so we don't have to do that. <laughs> What's the, uh, <laughs> there's like a special day that churches like send videos of them, like, like just blatantly yeah. breaking the rules. And they're, they're yeah, like just so thumbing their noses at the yeah. IRS, like, oh, we're going to yeah. preach from the pulpit. What are you going to do about it? And be like, mm-hmm. we're going to do probably what we're meant to do, which is you know, audit your ass <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> kill your tax-free status that would be really great if yeah. um if uh, mark lawrence and those guys can uh get the uh get the mormon church indicted on some charges to get them to lose their tax-free status which would be great you know it'd be and awesome then we go after the scientologists and then we can start knocking down all the bigger <laughs> pins mm-hmm. you guys i've realized at the beginning of the show i did say anti-theist so <laughs> yeah because <laughs> it causes I harm know. i don't care how soft <laughs> you may think religion is it causes harm god damn it that would be a really interesting um, turnout to have, to have the religion lose their nonprofit, uh, lose lose their tax free status, mm-hmm. which means they could then engage in political speech. Well, I mean, they fucking already do but, anyway. <laughs> but but they yeah. but they would also be paying taxes. Oh well, that'd be great because you know they would probably so, have to close a couple of the stakes and wards around here because you know they're not paying property yeah. taxes on all those fucking eyesore buildings. No, no they're not. That are eating up so much property, so much real estate. I, oh. I I would hope for them to go out of business. I'd buy a run down one and turn it into a pretty <laughs> killer pad. That'd be awesome. It's got its own basketball court. That's kind of cool. And a big <laughs> fucking bathtub. <laughs> Only if you buy the right one. Yeah, that's true. Uh, let's see. So they continued uh, the Adams guide talking about the FFRF. Said that this is a group that's filled with hostility towards people of faith. No, no, <laughs> we're. I I don't think they understand the Freedom from Religion Foundation's you know way of thinking and the way that they're doing things. They're not saying that we hate religious people. They're just saying, hey, keep your religion out of the secular world, please. Yeah, please, please quit that's... bringing this into government. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> and yeah, so keep your religion out of everything, and then nobody would fucking bother you. Quit, yeah, quit using yeah. your religion as a club to beat the shit out of people who don't believe the same things you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So Tucker Carlson was agreeing with Adams uh, about the FFRF, and he said, um, let's see, that's right. It's never just about tolerating their views. It's about attacking other people's views. And I, I fucking hate Tucker Carlson more than anything, especially after the video clip we got of him last week talking about how trans people are the T word. And I've, ugh, oh, gross. Jesus Christ. That was, that was that was pretty revolting. So Tucker went on to say something about the Madison City Councilwoman Anita Weir or Weir, mm-hmm. uh, who said that the protections are only fair because if we protect religion in all its varieties, we should also protect mm-hmm. non-religion from discrimination. Yes, which uh, makes sense to me. If if everybody is a protected class, we should have everybody is a protected class, not just some. That's privilege. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, if and it were I, equality, then it should be equality for all. Yeah. yeah, and I got into a kind of a pissing match with some people in the uh, the Utah atheist group about the there was a Sikh that's in the I think he's in the army, and he yeah. got um, special allowance to you know be able to wear the turban and be able to wear his beard, like mm-hmm. on duty. And everybody's like, oh, just let him have it. Oh, just let it be that way. It's like, like, no, guys, you don't seem to understand. Like, if a person that has a deeply held belief is, a re- is allowed to change rules for just this one religion, it should be for everybody that has, quote, unquote, deeply held beliefs. And I started yeah. talking about Pastafarians. What if one of them wants to wear a colander into battle? And they'd be like, Or take oh. every Friday <laughs> off because that's a holy day. Yeah. And yeah. They're, they're, they're saying to me, like, oh, well, that's just a made up thing. That's just for fun. I'm like. No, and religion. Yeah, the serious? other ones aren't. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they may oh, not be it, for fun, but they're still just as made up. Yeah, and it yeah. just it just pisses me off when people do the Disney atheism thing, and it, I just it annoys me so bad. Like, oh, what's the harm? Just let them have it. And it's like, no, no, <laughs> that's wrong. That's not the way you should be thinking about this. No, and if your religion well, won't yeah. allow you to do a certain job, then fine, you're excluded from that fucking job. Yeah, don't do that job. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, but. Uh, uh, it, 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 when you and there's there's people that say, oh well, it's if he's on like if he's not in battle kind of thing. It's like, okay, that's great. How's well, he how's he going to put a gas mask on with a beard? You know, <laughs> I mean, this isn't yeah, World War One, but very 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 carefully. <laughs> no, apparently you would have to put like a lot of Vaseline on your face to make sure it gets a good seal. Which I yeah, I could think of a million other reasons not to take Vaseline into a foxhole with you. you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's standard in the kit. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they want to. Carl- they want to leave. You want to make sure you don't get too much chafing. <laughs> <laughs> so Carlson agreed with Weir before asking yet another leading question, saying, "That does, in some sense, seem fair, but it's not exactly their aim, is it?" Dun dun dun. <laughs> you know. And this Adams guy said that no, and it never works out that way. Not only does it bring in lawsuits, but don't forget, this is a local ordinance, Tucker. That means that a whole body of bureaucrats will spring up and be tasked with hectoring people of faith, badgering people of faith in Wisconsin who might not want to hire somebody. I, I've i never been asked any kind of like religious-based question when it comes to getting a job. Maybe because I haven't looked too hard in Utah. I mean, I'm sure they they read <laughs> in on the clues of trying to spot your uh, your garment line and stuff like that at some jobs, I'm sure. but Yeah, I, I haven't been asked yeah. any necessarily overt religious questions, mm-hmm. but um, I can't remember if it was at the start of or at the end of one of the interviews that I went on. Uh, the guy tried to give me the sure sign of the nail Mormon sh- Mormon handshake. Oh shit, really? And I was <laughs> yeah. like, well, and at first I was like, what the fuck are you? Oh, right, okay. <laughs> I don't think I want to work here. For people, for people that don't know, that's when you do the handshake, but you extend your finger 
and you like touch the wrist like right here. I mean, it, yeah, yeah, I can't do it on because I don't have the same fucking hand. But you you would reach in and you would like touch like further beyond. Like you'd reach yeah. like this. It's kind of weird. Yeah, and usually I, I think usually they they use both the uh, middle finger and index finger when they're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always use two fingers. Yeah. Got to well, go two fingers in. Start with one and then work the other one. <laughs> don't do it no, like this goes, though. Don't don't just, overlap just the goes, fingers like you're lying. You know. Yeah. Just go straight to two. The straight to it. Wow. Oh. <laughs> just go straight to it. Kyle's like, I'm just going to go ahead and just punch my way in there. Here we go. <laughs> Foot fist. <laughs> so the Adams guy went on to explain why Christians and Jews should have the right to discriminate against atheists. You know, this this is going to be rich. There's a lot of reasons why Christians or Jews might not want to hire an atheist. In fact, it's in the New Testament. Oh, great. Your comic book says that. Oh, okay. Things. Uh, it says things like avoid them and disassociate with them. You might have a job, for example, where you want somebody who believes in a higher power. I don't know how any job is better with For that. what purpose? Yeah. So, okay, here's this yeah. example. Maybe you're an airline and hiring pilots who prefer that they may believe in hell. Like, do you want us to drive what? the planes uh -huh. to hell? I, what, do you, what does this have to do with To tell people yeah. that you, you, can't hi, you can't only hire people of faith intrudes on their free exercise of faith. So it's more of this Rifra bullshit. Mm -hmm. well, let's it, go back to that hell thing for a second there, yeah. because they, they, they think that for some reason, that would be a deterrent. But I mean, couldn't you just flip that on it on its head and say, okay, well, the the people who believe in hell would also believe in heaven, right? Where it's this place of everlasting glory and beauty, and you get a fucking mansion in the sky, and everything is going to be fucking wonderful. Why wouldn't you want to take everybody on the fucking plane there? Yeah. So if, if the yeah. plane is going to crash, why should I try to get it righted again? You know. Yeah. Yeah. We're all Jesus, take we're, the yoke. I'm going to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're 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 crashing. We'll all be in a better place soon. There was a <laughs> yeah, not to worry because we're all going to meet Jesus in just a little while. I think this it was a, guy. I think it was an Uprise Citizens Brigade skit where they did where the, there's like a guy in a pilot simulator kind of thing for an airline and like the mm -hmm. he starts experiencing like engine trouble and everything and he's like, oh god, oh god, what's going on with this airplane? And he's like. This is it. And he starts tearing off his shirt. And he's got a pentagram on. He's like, I will summon all the souls to hell. And, he's, and they stop. And he's like, hey, Bob, you, you might not want to do that kind of stuff. You'd freak out the people on the airplane. He's like, what? I'm just practicing my faith. God, it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, let's see. That's all I got for that one. I don't want to talk too much about Fox and Friends because it's a terrible show. Nobody should be watching it anyway. Yeah. Uh, the next little item that I have here was uh, shared by the... Um, uh, uh, American atheist group saying that the uh, the Jesus preaching Indiana State Police trooper uh, he was, had been like let's see he was sued twice in the past two years for proselytizing citizens on the job mm -hmm. so imagine getting pulled over in, in Indiana God forbid uh, and you get <laughs> you're on the side <laughs> of the road and the guy comes up to you license registration do you believe in God <laughs> <laughs> that's what you want to hear from a cop I don't know exactly what he says, but uh, anyway, there's been there. He had the two lawsuits in the last two years, and fortunately, he got fired. So, oh now, no! If only I can get people fired for having "In God We Trust" on their cars, or you know, giant fucking crosses <laughs> like we have in Texas. It, that shit irritates me so fucking bad. Yeah, oh, it's more. Yeah. It's more that what's the harm bullshit that people keep talking about and going through. It's like yeah, like there's the harm. Do you not see it? You <laughs> know. 
Yeah, you hear from people all the time, like, why not just let him do that? Why not just let him have these beliefs? Why not just let him, you know, wear a beard and a fucking turban in the army? Why not not just let them pray to different people? Why not just let them bless people on the side of the road before they administer any medical attention? No. Because it's all fucking bullshit and it's harmful. And it leads to other things. You give them an inch and they take a fucking mile. Well, you guys heard the story a couple of weeks ago that happened here where the the lady got in that really bad accident on, like, I-15. And the... The the first thing that happened was, wasn't somebody probably calling the cops or calling nine one one or you know trying to administer first aid or you know try to keep her still. No, there was a guy that came up and he's like, "Thank goodness I have my little keychain dongle." For people that are wondering, there are delusional people here in Utah that think they have a power of the priesthood, is what they call it, and, and they <laughs> carry with them consecrated oil that's in like a little, it's like a little <laughs> vial that they have on their keychain sometimes, so they can like bless things. And so there was somebody that made a Facebook post like, oh, I used this oil and I saved I helped save this lady. She was calling for the power of the priesthood. Oh, play, praise me kind of shit. And it's just like, like, what if you like what if that shit had gone rancid and you got it into a wound and like she would <laughs> just ugh, man, it, it bugs yeah. the shit out of me that people jump to, you know, hopes and prayers before they go science, science, you know, Let, let's let's actually do the shit that actually helps people instead of, you know. <laughs> Positive yeah, thinking, or you know. yeah, and let's let's you know pray to our invisible sky daddy for a little while, and then get all of the medical attention and have them actually fix things, and then say that oh, it was all God's work. God did it all. Well, and of I'm course a, he did. I'm a big fan of the, the a lot of atheist shows that are out there, and we have you know stuff like uh, David Smalley and um uh who's uh, Seth Andrews' show. I can't remember what what it's called right now, but um think eighth. Thinking yeah, thinking atheist. Atheist. yeah, and so I was listening to them have an interview with each other this last week, and they were going really off the deep end about they they weren't patting themselves on the backs so hard that they were breaking their arms, but they were talking about oh, there's no good in having you know the discussion where you're laughing and making fun of the 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 religious people out there. You need to come to a common ground with them. I'm like, that's not my no. show. That's never going to be my show. It's like, no, this this needs to be mocked and jeered, and and um. Uh, what's his name? David. Well, and um, I'm sure, you, and I'm sure your show is similar to ours in yeah. that you don't, you're not, you you're not recording your show to fucking preach to anybody who's out there who's a believer. Like I don't, no, I don't have believers believer. in mind when I'm recording the show. It's it's to speak to fellow <laughs> atheists who are just fucking tired about shit. You want to blow off some steam and talk about how exactly. ridiculous religion is. And we had you guys had Dave Silverman on, and during your interview, he was talking about uh, the a uh, big chapter in his book where he's like, look, I. I'm the Malcolm X to the Martin Luther King here. It's like, I'm, I'm the guy that's in here to wreck shit. <laughs> and it's for the peacemakers to come along afterward and make everybody else feel happy about it. It's like, yeah, to shift the Overton window. Yeah. And so that go get the book. It's really fucking good, but I'm um, sorry. I just yeah, went off on a tangent there. Blueberries. Hooray. <laughs> um, let's see. Where are we sitting at for time here? Um, okay. We got a couple more minutes. Let's see the, there was an ar- article that came out this week from a website called uh, The Cut, which is a like um, it's a New York magazine thing, and they were talking about the election and aides from Sanders and aides from Clinton saying the wrong thing at the wrong time, and you know people mm-hmm. reading way into it too fucking much. And the, uh, apparently, the big the one line that got somebody in trouble this week was when uh, CNN Jake Tapper was talking to um, the. Uh, one of the aides for Sanders uh, who had just gotten their big win in uh, God, what state was it that they got their win in? Eh, Wisconsin? 
Yes, Wisconsin, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Yes, I think yeah. so. And so they were asking about the increasingly aggressive rhetoric between the two camps, and Weaver, the, that's the aide's name, uh, said that his campaign was prepared to play hardball, and then he sounded a warning to the former Secretary of State and her supporters, suggesting that they not get too critical of Sanders and his supporters. And he said, quote, don't destroy the Democratic Party to satisfy the Secretary's ambitions to become the President of the United States. Mm-hmm. That, that sounds fine to me, but people, of course, are reading into it too much, saying that, oh, they're saying that, that uh, Clinton's trying too hard. She's trying too hard to be the president. And it's like, oh, it's sexism. It's sexism. It's like, I didn't Wrong. read anything sexist into that comment at all. It's no. just, it's a... No. No, I'm, well, I'm going to vote for whoever the fuck. We've got two great candidates running right now. Yeah, I'm more of a fan of, of yeah. Sanders than I am Clinton, but any one of them is going to be better than anybody else that the right trots out, even when they go to their brokered convention and get fucking Ryan. Up. <laughs> They're going to give it to him, <laughs> which I'm going to giggle. Uh, you saw you saw his ad that he put out last week, right? Or, or no, only thing I saw was week. that Coke is like supporting him pretty hard, like donating shitloads of money to him. One of the Coke brothers is. <laughs> Yeah, he course, he released course, uh yeah. yeah, he released a video, you know, the the speaker of the house ordinarily mm-hmm. releases different videos just like John Boehner would do shit on how to cook <laughs> a turkey and you know just just different <laughs> weird shit to try to connect with with the with the regular folk, right? And Paul Ryan recently recorded and released one that is pretty obviously just a political ad for him to run for president for him to run oh, as to president. I'll have to look for that cuz I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean it's clearly an ad. I mean you could you could see this ad being run during the during the regular campaign as <laughs> as him trying to appeal to both sides and bring people together and that's what we should really work toward and blah blah blah. It's the same shit that he did with, you know, before he was speaker where he said, "Well, I don't want to be speaker. I'm not running for speaker. You know, I I don't want the job." And then unless you'll give it to me and and you know, meet all of my demands as as part of becoming speaker. He's doing the same thing with, you yeah. know, hinting at, well, I could be president <laughs> if you guys would pull your heads out of your asses, but I really don't want the job. I'll only do it because <laughs> I'm a superhero. Because I love the Republican Party. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm tired of the, the, the party game. I'm tired of, you know, the... And that's kind of where this comment was kind of going south anyway. Don't destroy the Democratic Party. No, you're not destroying the Democratic yeah. Party. The Democratic Party is destroying itself. It's not... <laughs> It's not the supporters, see, and it's not HRC doing it. It's it's the it's the current state of having super delegates almost outnumbering the regular delegates that we have out there that are yeah, based well, on popular vote. And I know that there's a reason for that, but maybe they should look into mm-hmm. the reasoning behind that in the twenty in the two thousands. Now, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I I made a post on Facebook earlier today, just saying basically, you know, that I don't that I don't want to make any posts today that would be tearing down either Democratic primary candidate or the mm-hmm. people who support them because I'm fucking mm-hmm. tired of that shit. I see people posting stuff all the time, you know, Bernie supporters shitting on Hillary supporters or shitting on Hillary and vice versa. And it's like, okay, well you're damaging both of these candidates instead of focusing any any anger or or dismay that you may have at the current process yeah. by focusing on how fucking horrible everybody any else is. and all of the Republican <laughs> candidates are, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why are you spending so much time on this bullshit instead of focusing on making sure that none of the Republicans are able to hold office because they're all fucking abysmal? They're well, they would be horrific as presidents. Yeah. And I've had to and remind. you're complaining about about you know the Democratic candidates and or their supporters, and it's like. 
what the fuck, man? Why, why waste your time and shit all over somebody who is not a bad option? You know, well, why are you, why are you wasting all of your time doing that? As yeah. I've had to remind a couple of people that I work with that are, you know, they're, they're on the fence about who they want to vote for. And it's like, they're like, oh, well, I don't know if, if Trump gets the nomination, I'll have to vote for him. I'm like, I'm like, I would rather you vote for Trump than Cruz. <laughs> as, as, and for a lot of people yeah. don't seem to understand yeah, it when, when I say that to him. I'm like, Trump's just dumb. He he is the W of this of this election cycle, <laughs> which don't forget, a W was given the presidency by the Supreme Court. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it, W was also a lot more crazy evangelical, and that's where Cruz is. He he is dominionist, and he scares the shit out of me when it comes to him being in office. He's talking about cutting and routing oh, yeah. a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. That the that if the if the GOP wins a lot of seats, they're going to be unstoppable from doing which i yeah tearing hmm. down the separation between religion and government abolishing women's rights and and mm-hmm. reproductive rights getting rid of uh, legal abortions i mean the things that yeah. he has planned for the united states are fucking horrific yeah yeah and that's that's not that's not hyperbole either it's like no literally the shit he wants to do yeah and keep in mind who's supporting him guys it's pat robertson yeah. <laughs> it's glenn beck it's all of our <laughs> cavalcade of evil shits that we talk about on our second segment but <laughs> yeah man just no. hillary is a knight in shining armor compared to any of those turds so yeah he bu- buck she up is. and fuck if, if if sanders doesn't win the primary buck up and vote fucking hillary i don't care how much you have to hold your nose doing it if it's such a bad mm-hmm. thing to you vote for the fucking democrat you <laughs> know <laughs> yeah, the, the whole I'm with her or Bernie or Bust. Bernie or Both bust. of those fucking piss me off, man. No, mm-hmm. pull your head out of your fucking ass and vote blue no matter who. That's that's yeah, what you should be focusing one. on. Instead yeah. of, there's people that are threatening, well, I'm going to vote Green Party. I'm like, thanks for throwing your vote away. You know, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to re- send them a message. Yes, I'm sure that your lone yeah. vote will be read loud and clear. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's see. I had That's all I had for that one. But to, to give you guys a little bit of uh, context for how trusted this New York mag article should be there. There are popular articles on their website right now for the most viewed stories. It's like, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio has finally gone too far. It's like, um, Oh no. What did, wait, what I, did I'm he not do? Clicking it. No, I'm not going to fucking, no, click what it. is clickbait? No, what did no. he fucking do? Well, okay. Right below but that. He's obviously gone too far, Chris. We need to know <laughs> right below that. How to politely have an amazing threesome. <laughs> okay. I now you better. One, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Are we talking Why MF? Are we talking MFF? Or are we are we all Fs or all Ms? I, <laughs> fuck, I don't know. And I'm not gonna click it because I'm not gonna buy into clickbait. That's why they have, they designed that shit to do that to you. And since but we're talking I have about to know. since we're talking about interesting relationships, there's a article by Matt Walsh. Some people know who that is from the Blaze, mm-hmm. who's saying no, gays and quote transgenders are not being bullied. They are the bullies. Uh. Uh, Bullshit. How are they the bullies? Let's see. Uh, immediately, immediately upon the bill's passage, the internet was clogged uh, like a constipated bowel with think pieces somberly explaining how transgenders will kill themselves if they are forced to endure 98 seconds in a bathroom that correlates with their biological sex. Wrong. Wrong. They're not going to kill themselves <laughs> because they have to go to the wrong bathroom. They're going to kill themselves because they're being fucking marginalized and picked on and being mm-hmm. treated like shit. Have you have they have the people not been paying attention at all when they see the pictures like of the obviously trans man 
standing in the woman's bathroom. I, I can't remember the activist's name, but he's standing there in the bathroom. He's like, yeah, I don't think I belong in here. <laughs> and like yeah. taking pictures with other women and they're in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're forcing they're forcing these trans people into the exact situation that that the people you know that those on the right are fearing most, right? They mm-hmm. they're forcing men into the women's restroom. And yeah. this this just shows you how how good the articles are on the blaze. They say that cross-dressing men will be subjugated to violence and other forms of torment. They're not cross-dressers. <laughs> I sometimes cross-dress only for fun <laughs> when I want to feel pretty, you know. This is not that case, <laughs> goddammit. And so liberals cried that laws protecting the safety and security of women and children are shameful, horrific, deplorable, insane. And there's links to every one of these because, you know, our <clears throat> problem isn't they have this big thing where it's like, oh, my God, bathrooms are under attack by perverts everywhere. Now, that because pe- people have been able to do this for years and years, we're going to make it so nobody can do it anymore. It's like, look, perverts use bathrooms. They always have. And they the, always will. I, I shared a uh, image on the the Facebook page a couple of days ago where I was like, "You've used the bathroom with a trans person before." Yeah, yeah, and had no idea. It. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a, that's. Uh, okay, I can... Well, I don't know if you yeah. guys had a chance to watch it, but there was a clip on the Daily Show last week uh, with Jessica Williams talking about trans panic, and mm-hmm. she interviewed Gorgon. Gordon Klingon shit. Oh my god! Where he had to, he, he had to doff his alter ego. To be oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, he had he had to transition in order to talk about something else he wanted to talk about. And it's like, is the irony lost on this guy completely? <laughs> and and yeah, I mean he and she asked him point blank. You know, have you ever been harassed by a trans person in the bathroom? Have you ever been attacked by a trans person in the bathroom? And of course, both answers <laughs> was were no. But like, he's he's still making sure that those trans people can't use the same bathrooms as everybody else. I just I don't know what they're expecting. Are they expecting somebody to come in and be like, "Hey, suck my dick?" You know, it's like, no, that's <laughs> that's not going to happen. And I I tried having this discussion no. with the with my boss at work, and I talked about it a couple episodes back, where it's like, if we move to gender neutral bathrooms, we're not you're not going to have anything like that. No, there'll be more attacks. There'll be more perverts, <laughs> and it's like, no, no the amount won't. of perverts is exactly equal to how many perverts exist now. You know. There's not going to yeah. be additional perverts because of the uh, having uh, gender neutral bathrooms and stuff like that. Like if everybody was using unisex things, you wouldn't have to worry about it. He's like, no, no, no. I think you need to protect people. I'm like, okay, unless they're asking for your protection, it's not fucking needed or warranted. So shut the fuck up. Well, We're and trying according to, be a to white Schmidt, you know, just by their nature of being trans, they are perverts. I wanted to fucking yeah. strangle that motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> That's I the went, kind of guy. I went I, to bed angry that night after watching that. And I was like, God damn it. I would sexually assault him in a bathroom. <laughs> like, I'm straight, motherfucker. <laughs> Welcome to the men's room. <laughs> oh, man. I, I don't want to read any more of this. The Blaze is a fucking horrible cesspool of a website. I fucking hate it. Uh, and since yes, we're talking about is. transgender bathroom bills and everything like that, Tennessee legislature resurrected their discriminatory oh. bathroom bill. And this uh, was this was this past Wednesday. So it was uh, they advanced a bill that would require students to use school bathrooms that correspond to their gender at birth. And so I don't know how they're going to. And the bill passed eight to four, moving it to a finance committee for further consideration. And Tennessee's just been on a fucking roll this last week. They they passed yeah, the, they Bi- the Bible as their state book. Yeah. Like, OK, which one? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, which translation? Which version? You know, are we talking Aramaic? Are we talking Greek? I mean, 
you need to think about this. Is it the Catholic one? Is it has? Does it have all the apocrypha in it? What, what? I'm sure it was the King James because that's the only one, really. That, that's the one with the most. <laughs> you, that, yeah, not realizing that has all the goddamn translation errors and everything. In it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the worst translation. Mm-hmm. And I'd talk about it more, but we've heard about all the horrible shit. I'm sure that's gone on this week, especially with Tennessee and all these other states. I I don't get it. I don't know why. Because they lost the game this last half of the, of the the last year with the the gay marriage thing being allowed. I don't know for for all of us, we're like, okay, mm-hmm. gay marriage and trans have nothing to do with each other. I mean, they fall under the same thing where it's like it's LGBT rights and stuff, but mm-hmm. it's not the same ballpark. It's not trans issues no, are not the not. same as gay issues or the same as lesbian issues or the same as you know um, agender people. It's 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 a completely it's a plethora. It's a rainbow for a reason, people. Yeah, And so when we have all of this shit going on with all of the right-wing people pissed off because gay people can now get married, they're like, well, we're just going to take our ball and we're going to shove it up your asshole so hard. And it's like, bugs the living <laughs> fuck out of me. And I I wish I understood why. I mean, I grew up in this environment of the South, and so it's like I kind of get where the, where the – I know where the hatred's coming from because it's all coming from a stupid little book that got mistranslated so many times over the last couple of thousand years and just – Mm-hmm. It's dumb. A book which, by the way, says absolutely nothing about trans people, or you know, gay people at for all. that matter. Really, you know, what did Jesus say yeah. about gay people? Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. <laughs> no. Figs. Goddamn it! I said figs. <laughs> <laughs> and they they get so twisted and out of shape about the one little one or two little lines in Leviticus, completely yeah. forgetting all of the other commandments that are there. It's like. <laughs> Hey, you know that tattoo you got of Jesus on you? Yeah, he would have hated you for mm-hmm. that. <laughs> Jesus wouldn't hate anybody. He was love. Like, nope, nope. Your Christ was no, not a nice not guy. really. <laughs> look, look what he supposedly did to a tree that was out of season. <laughs> look what he did to those Fuck pigs. You. Those poor pigs. He doesn't come to bring peace. He brings a sword. And you must hate your mother and your father before you can love me kind of thing. And it's like, yeah, man, mm-hmm. he wasn't that nice of a guy, people. Look it up. If if you have not, and you if you're an atheist and you haven't read the Bible, I don't suggest like picking it up cold and going through it because that's fucking hard. But you read this. The, the, go the online the skeptics annotated one. Yep. Yeah. Worth it. And there's lots of other books out there you can get on it, especially if you want to talk about Jesus. There's uh, Nailed, which is a really good book. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got plenty of other mythicist kind of books and everything like that. But, you know, that that's the one I'm just going to go with for this week. But um, we're going to go jump to a commercial break real quick, and we'll be back in a second with uh, Fun With Real Audio. So just hang out for a second. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Trav Mamone of the By Any Means Podcast. Join me every week as I talk to activists, bloggers, and podcasters about the intersections between social justice and humanism. Go to www.byanymeans.com, that's by spelled B-I, to listen to the podcast and read my blog. Besides, aren't we all a little bi-curious? Okay, so we're back from our first little break there. Dan's here, Kyle's here, this is X, this is the Utah Outcast as you're listening to us. Uh, And we're back for our fun with real audio segment. And last week's segment was really fucking painful for a lot of you guys out there. So I'm, I'm trying to make it a little bit lighter this time. I mean... But lighter with these people is still hard to deal with if you're if you're not ready for it. So the first one that we have here is a guy called uh, Wayne Allen Root, who says that liberals on welfare are responsible for violence at Trump rallies. Oh, of course they are. So here we go. 
It's not the Trump people that are vicious. We're only trying to defend ourselves. It is the Sanders and the liberal crowd that's vicious. And I'll tell you why, because you show me a conservative. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Donald Trump is advocating attacking people. He's like, yeah, I'll pay your legal fees. Go ahead and get them. Get them. Don't kill them, though. Don't hurt them. It's like, <laughs> at, call me wrong, but at the, the one Trump rally, that white guy fucking cold cocked that dude or like elbowed him in the face with no provocation. Just like straight up just walked up to him. Hey, N-word. Wham! And hits the guy. It's like, he didn't look American to me. He wasn't talking like an American. Like, why? Because he has yeah, he's, he's using his was... First Amendment right to say, no, I don't agree with you. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this no, fucking guy yeah. is planning a run as a as a Republican for U.S. Senate in Nevada this year. Oh no, oh, for really? Sake. Yeah. Okay. I like Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like a couple of cities in Nevada. I don't like the whole fucking place. Well, there 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 are only a couple of cities in Nevada, so. And then a whole bunch of places you probably still not should not drive because of half life of <laughs> radioactive <laughs> materials that are out there. Don't want to nuke the fridge too much. I'll show you someone like me who owns businesses, owns a home, has a wife, has a family, have four kids, lots of things to protect. I would never. Okay, he's saying that only he's making it sound like only conservatives own businesses, only conservatives have families, only conservatives have things to worry about, like with their family and everything like that. Uh, this guy obviously hurt me because I. Hmm? It makes no sense. Let me rewind it a little bit here, just so you can hear him. As a family, I have four kids, lots of things to protect. I would never purposely hurt anyone because I couldn't afford the lawsuit or go to prison. But the liberal crowd, they're all on welfare. They don't own a home. They rent. They don't own a business. They have nothing to protect. They get arrested. They're out tomorrow. They don't care. It's not the right that's ever violent. That's it's not the right that's what? ever violent. <laughs> no. Um, no. Okay. Uh, Hi. Hi, I'm a liberal. I own this house. Um, I have oh, three children Christ. and a wife. Yeah. So. <laughs> this guy This guy has also written several nonfiction books, including The Ultimate Obama Survival Guide, The Murder <laughs> of the Middle Class, uh -huh. uh, now, Guide he... to Gambling, Millionaire Republican, and The Conscience of a libertarian empowering the citizen revolution with God, guns, gold, and tax cuts. Mm. He sounds like a swell guy. At that first book, I'm like, <laughs> okay, I can see how somebody might write that for a laugh kind of thing. I'm like, because the, he's probably just trying to make a quick buck off of, you know, the, the anti-Obama crowd. But the rest of the books mm -hmm. he read, I'm like, no, he really believes this shit. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It's like, I can yeah, understand he's... being a writer and writing shit you don't agree with because you have to make the paycheck, you know, but <laughs> nope, yeah, not the he's rest a, of that. He's a self-identified libertarian Republican. Wait. What? No, that, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's like calling myself a, an atheist Catholic or an atheist Baptist. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, a, no. I'm a Christian atheist. <laughs> Like no, I sure hate them gays, but you know I don't think there's a god out there. I'm pretty sure there's not. <laughs> it just doesn't fucking work. <laughs> I think he's only got a couple more seconds. Here we go. It's an absolutely ludicrous storyline. Bow, fucking right wing. Bow, bow. Yeah. I try to catch it before I hit that hits, but <laughs> <laughs> they sneak it in there. But how? fucking ridiculous is that this guy thinks that you know only the people that are conservatives have shit to care about i mean even communists care about shit come on guys you're your big boogeyman that you think is a bad thing you know even national socialists had families come on people
Yeah, well, this guy's a fucking clown. He he endorsed yeah. Romney in 2012 and mm-hmm. predicted that Romney would win the election against uh, Obama because of the enthusiasm factor uh, for uh, Romney uh, being uh, so uh, huge. Yes, people were so guy. enthusiastic about Romney. <laughs> and never mind the fact that he thinks, for some reason, I don't know why, he thinks that all all liberals, all of us, all of them, are on welfare. Hey, I've, got, I've got a broad brush over welfare. here somewhere. And we I don't give a shit about we, our families. Hang on, we I, don't. I don't know if I have we a don't, paintbrush that fucking we broad have, over here. We have nothing to defend whatsoever. <laughs> so we just throw caution to the wind. We have we have no reason to not assault everybody we disagree with. Yeah, that's the same yeah. Yeah. bullshit of like atheists and foxholes. It's like, no, there's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that don't believe in God. This country, it's like. <laughs> You can't love this country and not believe in God at the same time. It's like, no, I, I can't actually. Thank you. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Your very own Mr. Duffy's <laughs> one of those atheists and foxholes. Yes. <laughs> We've had him on the show a couple of times. Ryan Duffy, great guy. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently he's going to be taking a night off from your guys' show. So we're going to be there on Thursday to talk about democratic debates. It's going to be fun. Yay. So it's nice to see that Sanders changed his tone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he must have right because that's the only way she would agree to debate him. And like I was saying earlier, it's aides talking instead of the actual campaign people. So it's like mm-hmm. mm, you yeah. can only take what somebody that works for somebody else says, like with such a grain of salt. <laughs> you can't like you can't make that the the gospel according to Bernie Sanders when it's heard from somebody else. Well, Christians are good at that because you know no the mm-hmm. the, the apostles didn't actually write those books. People, <laughs> <laughs> the four gospels. They weren't written by the same. They weren't written by the guy that they're named after. No, you know, no, not at all. There's, there's a incredible, like really fucking incredible YouTube series out there where it talks about how the Bible got put together, and it's it's like three hours of like watching videos. It's almost as like in depth as like an R and Raw talking about you know phylogenetic trees and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But you're watching how the the Jews went from a polytheistic society to a monotheistic. And then he starts going into how the Bible was put together and, you know, which authors we had and Q wrote like all of these parts. And it's attributed to these to these people, even though it wasn't actually there. Somebody just took the older work and built off of it. And it's just mm-hmm. for the holy book that these people tend to be like saying that it's, it's the inerrant word of God. It's like n- there's a <laughs> lot of fucking people that wrote that over a long time. It's like <laughs> it took a lot of revision for being being a, an infallible. Work. Well, and it it also <laughs> took a lot of works from other cultures to make it work. You know, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have had Old Testament without Babylonian myths. So, yeah, that was that was my first that was my the, my the, my first toe into the world of skepticism. Yeah, when you start looking at the as stories a, of Marduk as, and as a oh, just as a little like eight year old kid going, if this is like infallible, why are there so many translations? <laughs> uh you you can go ahead and leave now <laughs> really we're gonna start this this is this is my this is my chain of of going to I, church and getting kicked out i made it further like every week i made it further <laughs> into the book of mormon than i did with uh the the old testament <laughs> like once like second genesis hits and it's like so-and-so begat so-and-so i'm like okay fuck it i'm done i can't do this <laughs> and then i started reading the book of mormon because my mother-in-law gave me a copy for christmas like and she highlighted her favorite scripture you know and it was the one like if you believe and you wish to believe fall to your knees and pray for something something and you will feel the spirit within you and guess what it didn't work 
I even tried. <laughs> Believe you it or weren't not, doing people, it right. No, there was a yeah. there was a huge portion of my life. I mean, not a huge portion. Probably a couple of years where I was actively searching for something. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, the bat the the Baptist thing wasn't working anymore. Being just agnostic wasn't working anymore. I was looking into Islam. I was looking into Scientology. Uh, fucking Scientology. I, I never got the personality <laughs> test, but I looked into it. I'm like, it's got science in the name. It's got to be cool. You know, <laughs> you didn't go and do the it's e-meter gotta stuff. It's got to be good. Every time I see them at the at the state fair here in Utah, I really, really want to take the personality test. We should. Maybe I'd have more courage <laughs> if there was a camma there. And <laughs> be like, yeah, this is my guy. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're not gonna do this test. We're not gonna be made fun Aww. of. I'm like, oh, but you're making me hold soup cans. Come on. <laughs> Please. The science experiment. <laughs> so we're gonna we'll go probably on just to have the... to do it hidden camera style. <laughs> you get the glasses with the dot the dot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so our next one is uh I think he's becoming my quickly becoming my favorite because you could tell how much of a bull. I mean, we've always known that he's a bullshit artist, Jim Baker, but oh. it's it's just almost becoming painfully self aware. And to, is he hawking he, his end of the world food product. It is, and, <laughs> and like every time, every time I do like the YouTube clips for the show, now it's like something, something Jim Baker said, "Buy my buckets of shit," and it's just like. <laughs> And so, and this literally is like a commercial for him saying, buy my buckets. So hang on, here we go. You're taking care mm-hmm. of your family. You can stack them in your garage. You can yeah. put them in the basement. You can put them under your bed. Yeah, I mean, in your closets, anywhere that you have space out. for it. Get creative and start yeah. stacking these in your home, keeping this food in your home accessible to you and your family. Yeah. One of the things we've done around... Well, first of all, he's he's got these giant, like, <laughs> five-gallon buckets, like like the, the kind of work buckets you see at, like, Home Depot over there, like $2. Mm-hmm. And he's like, put them under your bed. And I'm like, my bed barely has a pillow space underneath it. I don't know how the fuck I'm going to fit. Like, maybe if I take all the powder out and pour it under the bed, maybe it'll work. But, you know, I don't know. Get creative. Get creative. Why don't you just build your house out of the bucket? Oh, you haven't heard the rest of it. You haven't heard then, the rest of this you yet. Can eat your, and then you can eat your house. Eat your house. Hang on. Around here, <laughs> we stick them under coffee tables mm-hmm. and end tables. You just stack them up. And then put a cloth over them, yeah, or or get a, a piece of <laughs> a, you know cardboard or, or a, a piece of plywood, mm-hmm. and you make a top, and then you just stack this food. You could have your whole living room with end tables and coffee tables made out of food buckets. <laughs> <laughs> if if you really want to go for that redneck chic, <laughs> and you, I. I I need to get the the other computer set up so I can screen share this so we can actually see the video. But it's they're pulling like these blue like fabric cloths off of this, and you see these giant white buckets with the yellow label that have a red lid on top of it. And they stacked a whole bunch of them in front of like their the, like the show couch where they have everybody sitting around. It's like yeah, we make this a big table for everybody to our buckets of shit are underneath everything. And there's like one where they pulled up. Like the end table was up like four buckets next to each other, and they put a piece of cardboard on top of it with a blue tarp over it. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. It's just, just do it. Yeah. You and know, then after that year as well, to the Middle East, you'll be sending 600 days of food. So that's three years of food for you and 600 days to the Middle East. Now, if you. To the Middle East in general. The Middle East. <laughs> just in general, the Middle East. Nowhere specific. Just the Middle East. I've read so many stories of people like trying these recipes and trying this food and everything. And 
it sounds like to me a lot of like this is the typical freeze dried shit that you can get at any camping store. And who knows, maybe it's not that terrible because I mean, fuck, I eat Kraft macaroni and cheese and that's made of more chemicals than I can pronounce probably. <laughs> that doesn't make well, it yeah, necessarily it just... bad, but it just doesn't qualify as like whole food. It's not like fresh food. <laughs> it's yeah. no. It's survival food. Yeah. But, you know, you can make a couch out of it. <laughs> I built my porch out of buckets of food. And I then bu- I put my bucket couch on my bucket porch. I use my buckets to hold my trailer up. It just does a really good job. Yeah, this is this is the same guy who paid more than a quarter million dollars to a woman who who he raped and then was sent to prison for uh accounting irregular irregularities, embezzlement. Yeah. I mean he was he was selling lifetime memberships to people uh to go and stay in luxury hotels that he he only ever built one hotel nowhere near enough to accommodate all the people that he had sold these things to i mean he the guy's a fucking shyster and we we see this <laughs> constantly with these right-wing apologist assets and everything with the, all of these televangelists that you have you have jim baker right now but like we have people like um his wife tammy Faye at the time was well known because she cried and had the mascara going everywhere but you've got um you've got a bunch of other people that are just as bad like like you had jimmy swagger that you know i've sinned against you lord you know it's like a constant uh who was the one that got caught with the uh and i'm not judging on him for it but he had like the uh the gay hooker that he had with him in the hotel and he was like doing <laughs> meth with him for like a five-day bender i can't remember the fucking guy's name because uh, i can't remember his name i don't either. know I don't I can know. picture his but face. He's the guy that oh. he's the guy that Richard Dawkins talked to on the interview, where he's like, he wouldn't have him in his office for he like actually kicked Richard Dawkins out of his office because he was talking about evolution with him. And oh, damn it, I can't remember his name. Somebody's screaming at their iPod right now or whatever device they're using. There's <laughs> Ted Haggard. Ted Haggard. There you go. Hey, there it is. And just it's it's gonna a, say that that does that could describe any one of them really. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't wait for them to catch Joel Osteen doing something. I mean, you already see Creflo Dollar and all these other people doing horrible shit. It's just, <laughs> oh, man, it's horrible. Osteen's I, way too pure. Oh yeah, he's too much yeah. of a Tony Robbins Christian. He's not really. He's got he's got some shit going on. You know it. Yeah, but his wife is into the same shit, so it's no problem. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Did he have anything more to say? I think he might have a second or two. Can't do this whole year. Mm-hmm. Over here, we have a half a year. Nope. So nope. <laughs> you it just gets sent to somewhere random Middle East. <laughs> I just love Jeez. how they say it. it. Just goes to the Middle East. It's like you know, there's a <laughs> lot of fucking countries over there. You know, <laughs> we we think because we look at the the usual map that you see from from the. Uh, textbooks and everything you think that the middle east is like this little rinky dink portion of like the world like no it's actually oh it's it's pretty goddamn big man saudi arabia is a big fucking country yeah it is iran is a big country <laughs> they're probably just dropping these buckets out of a plane <laughs> they just generally they like fly around and just toss buckets out well you know it's amazing you, you strap a fuse up you strap because... a fuse to it and it becomes a hellfire so <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that Jim Baker's run, Jim Baker's running the fucking drone program. It sticks to you like <laughs> na- napalm when it fucking explodes. <laughs> oh my god! 
<laughs> the skin's melting off of people. There's that Vietnam picture of the person running with napalm on. Yeah. Sorry. I'm going to bring it down here. Sorry. We're going to move on Aww. to something else. I know. Like, I don't know when to stop. I, I talk about horrible <laughs> shit too much. Let's see. Who's our next one that we have here? Oh, we got a re- we got Brian Fisher back this week. Yeah. It's not as bad. Not nearly as bad. Okay. <laughs> but it's bad, but it's not bad. I mean, he's not talking about lizards growing to be old and turning into dinosaurs and stuff, but. <laughs> One of the important things that's happened this morning is Governor Phil Bryant of the state of Mississippi signed what is the best in the nation law protecting religious liberty. This is Beh, wrong. You know, mm, it, pr- no. it gives religious privilege at the cost of other people. <laughs> so I the love best religious these guys. liberty law was built into the Constitution, and that's all you need. Yep. Yeah. It's an outstanding bill. Don't believe all of the bloviation that you hear. Out there. Wait, that's a big word for you, Brian. <laughs> wow. I'm Especially shocked. Especially coming from a bloviator. Yeah, no <laughs> I have no qualms about calling myself a bloviator, but man, this guy, he's full of he's, hot air. Oh, he's bloviating all over the place. Well, I taught my uh, I taught my kids the other day the word um, blowhard, and the mother-in-law looked at me like, you better be careful saying those words. I'm like, it's blowhard. It's somebody that <laughs> it's not like I'm saying, hey, kids, suck a dick, you know, something like that. It's blowhard. It's somebody that's talking out their ass. That's literally what the definition should be. It's not someone's like it's not saying like Tootsie Roll Pop. You know, it's like, it, it's it, to me, it's as innocuous as something like that. It's not like me saying like ass to mouth to my kids. It's not that bad. People. <laughs> and I, what does I ass to mouth mean? Do you know? You know what ass to mouth is. I do. I know. You know. I know. know. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for that question to come up. Because fuck, we've gotten the rest of them already. I, I don't know the kind of parenting that I do with my kids. I would honestly probably answer what ass to mouth was, because yeah. it's better to teach your kids what shit really is instead of you know using <laughs> the the super parental stuff like you know. I use the word vagina, and it makes my wife cringe sometimes with the kids. And, <laughs> and what like, do you want me to what? use? Cunt. Like, no, that's the word for it. That's the scientific word for it. It's like, yeah. what do you want me to say? You know? Hoo-hoos? <laughs> Don't let... You gotta wipe your peach. Like, no. 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 I hate that word. No. I hate that word. That's worse. That's much worse. It ruins a that's much perfectly worse. delicious piece of fruit, too. Just, come on. <laughs> they don't taste nearly the same. Oh, my God. Brian Fisher. Okay. We got 14 seconds of you so far. Let's see what you got now. In the mainstream media, they're calling this a, a homophobic bill and all. Be- because it is. Because, yeah. <laughs> you are specifically targeting hom- homosexual people or transgender people. That makes it homophobic. Kind of stuff. Yeah. Yes. This is a bill that provides religious protection from heterophobic bigots. Oh, what? they decided to no. turn it around on us, you know. Uh, I can uh, play this game as well. <laughs> heterophobic? Uh, heterophobic. So. So as a hetero person who supports gay rights and thinks that this is bullshit, how am I heterophobic? Oh, Dan, am I just, just a, you, am I a just... self-loathing hetero? Ah, oh, damn it, you, you stole you, it. I'm sure you are. <laughs> you are. You're a self-loathing straight, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> heterophobic. You know, you're 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 um... It doesn't it doesn't mean anything. Well, and I don't know what the the current percentage of the population actually is gay. I'm one of those people that where it's like, okay, it's not like straight gay, straight, you know, uh, hetero. 
it, there's a lot of gray area in between there. It, yeah. It's a lot of middle <laughs> space. So yeah. for the people that are strong sevens, yeah, maybe. And then there's people that are strong zeros. But there's there's a reason the scale goes in between like that. So yeah, Every, yeah, there's a reason it's a scale. Enough drinks, you know, anybody could be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? You know, eh. this is an anti-discrimination bill. It protects people of faith. It protects people of conscience from it, invidious discrimination. Is invidious a word? No, I. That's not a word that's I've a heard new one before. To me, no? But. You don't need protection when you're the fucking pop. You are the majority. You are yes. the you are the the fucking king of the hill right now. You don't need more protection for your no. backwards ass views on shit. No, apparently they it think, is a, it is a word. Yeah, oh, invidious is a word. Oh, wow. Of an action or situation likely to arouse or incur resentment or anger in others. Mm. Maybe he's actually smarter than I give him credit for, because that's two <laughs> words. You know, that's it was just his fucking word of the day on his desk calendar. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's a good one. As a guy that actually nah. uses those, I, f I fucking love those. <laughs> oh, shit, that's a good time so, to buy a 2016 calendar. It's real cheap right now. <laughs> yeah. So does he Does he think without these, without these laws that they can just force straight people to be gay or do gay things? Well, they do that all the time, Kyle. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I really need to figure out where this is happening. <laughs> Nobody's ever put their foot under the stall in my bathroom. Tap, I know. <laughs> I'm you going to all the wrong bathrooms. You haven't been in the. You haven't been in a bathroom with an Idaho representative. Oh man, that's true. I am I should not go to gay. The I never have been gay. <laughs> Fuck I enjoy the company of men. And I have totally a wide stance. I have a wide stance. It's, it's a okay, party in my said... mouth and everybody's coming. <laughs> it's fine. I said no homo first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I saw a meme earlier this week where somebody said, uh, God said no homo as he placed the G spot for men in their <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Civil rights groups ought to love this thing. Remember, Martin, civil rights groups ought to love this thing. They ought to oh. love it. Let me tell you what you should love. You know, just like I am as a <laughs> straight man that is a Bible-thumping fucking Christian. Let me tell you what I think is okay for you to love based on this old <laughs> fucking book that's been mistranslated. And it's, and it's not other men. No, you can't do that because Leviticus 20, 2013 says no. Did I ever tell you guys about my parents coming in and reading that fucking chapter to me? That was weird. Whoa, weird. Yeah. My parents yeah, thought I was no, gay for that's... a while. <laughs> they also thought I like smoked weed, and I never did that either. And it's like, <laughs> it's really weird that your parents think shit's going... I'm sure other people can relate to this, but like, they thought for a while because I was like really heavy into the fucking drama department in high school, and you know, I didn't have any girlfriends. <laughs> I didn't... And I'll, I'll relate. I'll just release all the weird shit now i didn't have sex till i was 21 people and i didn't have like a steady girlfriend until i was like 19 because that's not weird shit i had no, video games guys i didn't need girlfriends at the time i had <laughs> i had my hand i had tube socks i'm good man. Like, <laughs> i mean true i had a nice, towel but... that would stand in the corner come on literally <laughs> come on every guy pulls their pud i but the first time I did that, oh, my God, I thought something was broke. I prayed so hard that <laughs> night. I was like, 
Oh God, please don't. I broke it. I broke broke it. it. I don't know what's wrong. Please God, don't kill me. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to try to break it again. Maybe if I do it more, it'll fix it. You guys both grew up Mormon. So did you have, what's the Mormon nightly prayers like? Sorry to go off topic here, but this this interests me because I don't know. Was no, there like any just... set thing that you had to do, like say or anything like that? Because my parents taught me the whole now I lay me down to sleep, pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I die before uh, I wake, pray the Lord my soul to take kind no, of thing. They don't really yeah, no, have it, any standard format. Yeah, it's it's all random shit that you want to pray about. Like, no. you know, I, I, I hope I get a puppy and <laughs> mommy and daddy are safe and everybody's happy and the world is peaceful and it's it's the closing that is important it's the and i say these things in the name of jesus christ amen (laughs) for me after i got done when i I got done with the the little bit of little poem there that they made me say it's like now you want you want to make sure you bless everybody that you know and you can think of because if you don't they could die and go to hell and so it's like this kind of child abuse (laughs) happens every fucking day people (laughs) yeah yeah, and so man, like, and they're man, like, make every sure, night. make sure you let the Lord know that you're happy that He let you live another day. And so, literally, my <laughs> prayers were like, "Thank you, God, for letting me live another day. Hopefully, you let me live another one." <laughs> this is real shit. That's why I'm so angry about religion, people. Because like, I was going to bed as a kid saying this shit. And it's like, if you don't think that's <laughs> harmful to anybody, I, I, I'm thankful that my kids don't have to deal with any of this shit. Man. <laughs> So angry. Yeah, Ugh. I, 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 I was figuring out loopholes and all of that way too early. <laughs> like, wait, I have to, I have to name everybody. Wait, mm-hmm. fuck, no, it's, it's God. I can just say everybody, and He knows who I'm talking about. Well, I, I eventually we figured that. Out. I'm like, bless everybody <laughs> in the world. That's not me because that's not right. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it, okay, I'm part of everybody. Bless me too, Kyle. I said <laughs> blessings for you, and I didn't even know you at the time. Yay. That's the reason you're alive today. I'm, I'm fucking kidding. Ugh, gross. Gross. I'm Brian just... Fisher. Brian Fisher. Sorry. Brian fucking Fisher. <laughs> Martin Luther King Jr. was all about protecting rights of conscience. That's what mm. Mm. Uh, drove him. Right I of conscience really and protecting the right of conscience. Martin Luther King Jr. would be ecstatic with this bill. He would love this bill. I don't think you should I say shit like know. that. I don't you think don't. so. He was he was kind of one of those. I mean, he wasn't the best guy of, on the planet. I don't like how people, you know, put praise him as like this. I don't want to say second coming of Christ kind of thing, but you know, he did important shit and he was a really good guy. But just like every person on this planet, he's a normal human being <laughs> and he had his own fucking foibles. He had his own problems and everything. Yeah. Well, yeah, and he wasn't always a peace-loving hippie type either. No, I mean, no, he, he said some pretty incendiary things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so maybe he would have been, you know, I don't agree with gay people or anything like that. He probably would not have pushed for fucking legislation to say, you know, I think those gay people should not have their rights. Therefore, I want this law to be passed so that I can, as a Christian, can say, fuck you, homo. You know, <laughs> I don't think he would say that kind of thing anyway. But No, he would yeah. probably be the last person to say that. God. Everybody that cares about civil rights and the First Amendment should love this bill because it protects uh, people of Christian faith from bigotry, from hatred, and from discrimination. So this is a... Gr- well, no, it doesn't. You're the majority. 
you don't get to say that people <laughs> like you're under attack. You cannot you by definition cannot have a victim conflicts with conflict complex, complex when you are the top, when you are the majority. You yeah, cannot be talking the... We're not talking about them losing rights to anything. We're talking about them losing special fucking privilege. They seem yes. to confuse that all the goddamn time. Yes, they they do. And they already they're already a protected class. Yeah, religious, losing... religious freedoms are already protected. They they yeah. were protected in the fucking first amendment. We're not saying you can't have your opinions on shit. We're saying that you can't discriminate against people because of that belief. And I bring up the florist and the cake makers and shit like that. What the fuck is wrong with these people that they have an aversion to money? I I, I don't get it. Like your business is based on a service provided to people, but all of a sudden like I don't want to give it to them two guys that came in here. It's like <laughs> if you make a great cake and you you want the most customers you possibly can get, that's the fucking free market. If you don't want to take place in yeah. the free market, don't pass fucking bills saying that I could say, I don't like you fags in my restaurant. You can get out. You know, it's just, <laughs> how quickly yeah. that business would fold because, I mean, Chick-fil-A still hasn't folded. I, as much as I've tried, they've still not fucking folded. <laughs> <laughs> I've been boycotting hard for years and they still make money. <laughs> <laughs> That's not quite the way it works, but I, I understand that. But well, and if he wants to talk about Martin Luther King quotes, he ought to he ought to think he ought to keep the one in mind where he said that freedom is never voluntary given by the oppressor, it must be demanded by the oppressed. Yeah. God damn it, that was deep. <laughs> do you have that up on a website or do you just remember that no i've got it here on the web in front of me oh okay, okay. <laughs> oh you could have totally just ran with that one daniel <laughs> well I, I i knew i had the idea of what it was i wanted to make oh. sure that i had it exactly right yeah i get it right we don't do that on this show dan no it's Sorry, i don't do it on my it show either, but i don't but, you know i don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the supporters of Cthulhu say, Riley Fathogan. <laughs> Great Bill, ladies and gentlemen, don't believe the hype. Don't believe all the bloviation out there in the media. This is a great bill. It protects Christians from hetero... It's the greatest bill. It's the biggest. It's the hugest uh, bill I've ever seen. Uh, remind me again. It's going so much. Which one, of these, which one of these bills is he talking about? This, which is, state? this is the Mississippi, Mississippi one. Mississippi one. Mississippi. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, the Mississippi one is a terrible one. Um, Didn't they ram it through of, like really fast? Or I'm thinking North Carolina, where it got passed in less than 12 hours, and yeah, the, yeah. the attorney general said, uh, "No, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to go but, with this." And they're like, "Do your job, Kim Davis." And then we're like, "Yeah, it's well, not it, the same thing, people." The really the the shitty part about all all of these, um, of all of those of all of the bills, the one from Georgia, I think it was, uh, was the was the only one of these religious freedom bills that had built into it uh, that they had to, in order to get the exemption, they had to first demonstrate that there was a, a need for it a, a need for it, that they, they had a specific need. It wasn't just automatically granted like, like all of these other, like, like the one from Mississippi. Well, do you guys, uh, North Carolina. I don't know if you heard, I, I listened to a scathing atheist and Lucinda was talking, um, this like last week or week before 
where the the Hobby Lobby case, uh, how they said that the mm-hmm. uh, you don't want to do the birth control because you have to claim an exemption, and then the um, then it's the insurance company that has to provide the uh, birth control to the people at cost kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. and so, just the, by virtue of even having to request that exemption, they they're, feel like they're they're have, they have to go out of their way. Yeah, yeah. and so yeah. they're they're requesting a change to the law saying that they shouldn't have to request the exemption at all. So they would have to fill out an, a, an exemption from the exemption to get the exemption. And it's just like, <laughs> like, do you guys not see the fucking rabbit hole that this is going down, people? Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's it's another one of those examples of giving them a fucking inch and they want a mile. Yeah. God. It's like, big deal. Somebody doesn't want to fucking be pregnant, but they like sex at the same time. Oh, my God. Yeah, you can't possibly do that. And they're not using the rhythm method because that's 100% accurate every time. <laughs> Yeah. Just pull just pull out. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. That doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, and if men were saddled with the burden of having to carry a baby for nine fucking months, let's see how fast all of the all, all of these restrictions yeah. on uh you know, abortifacients or birth control would would quickly go away. Well and I'm oh, yeah. I I I am I'm pro life. I'm sorry, not prolific. Oh, wow, that was really fucking bad. Sorry, I'm going to cut that fucking thing out hard because somebody's going to take that out of context. I am pro-choice hardcore. I wish that there were not a need for abortion, but unfortunately, that's the option. That's the only option. If there was a way for you know, for them to be able to like, okay, feed us out of her, put it in this person that wants a kid. That'd be well, great. And the best way, yeah, the best way to to end all of the abortions or or a great number of the abortions is to make sure that the women don't get pregnant in the first fucking place yeah, exactly. by allowing yeah. them easy access to birth control. That and you know yeah. teaching your kids about this shit, even within oh, our own group wow. on the Education. the Utah Utah atheists. Like, I there was somebody talking the other day. Like, I don't think we should, like they were they were citing some uh, European article where like we have where the Europeans were like. We have it right about, you know, in Sweden, we talk about sex with kids at an early age and everything. And if my kids mm-hmm. ask me questions about it, I've said many times before on the show, it's like, I'll answer them, honestly. Yeah. Because it doesn't do any good to lie to kids. Because mm-hmm. if the sooner they, they hear the truth and the real truth about the world, the better off they are instead of believing, you know, my parents said I kept, came from a cabbage patch when the stork delivered. Like, <laughs> no, that's just not right. And so my kids know yeah. how life begins. They just don't know mm-hmm. the ins and outs of it. Mechanics. So yeah. <laughs> they know that daddy gives mommy a cell that causes the cell that's in her to become a baby mm-hmm. after like nine months. And it's like they don't ask, how does the cell get there? And be like, well, dad has to buy her a couple of drinks first and then <laughs> has to try really hard and be nice and, you know, keep giving her the eyebrow thing. And he has to do he has to do the dishes for a, a week solid. And then every beg, night, then beg while she's at work, sending your weird text messages. Can we vote tonight, please? No. Please, 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 please love please, me, please. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep going until she says fine fine fuck get fine i'm so done with it oh i'm sorry we were talking brian fisher weren't we <laughs> <laughs> i love this show Republic discrimination and bigotry and hatred mississippi is now the safest place in america for the exercise of religious liberty uh, fuck you, Brian. Fine. For the exercise of religious privilege, you mean, you fucking retard? Yeah, yeah and funny enough, Mississippi is, A, the poorest fucking state in the nation, 
and B, mm-hmm. the most religious state in the nation. Isn't that fucking amazing? I bet you anything there's the <laughs> highest teen pregnancy rate. I bet you there's the lowest mm-hmm. education standard. I've <laughs> I lived in Mississippi. I never want to go back. Never, ever, it's, ever. Yeah, and it's one of those states yeah, where yeah. it's full of right-wing people who are on welfare. Mm-hmm. And Jesus. And they're then high, they're voting high on for Jesus. people who want to get rid of the very welfare they're on. <laughs> okay, let's see. I think we have maybe one more for tonight. Uh, let's see. Yeah, we have Pat Robertson. Oh, good. But this, I mean, these have all been really light tonight. I'm not really trying to hurt you guys this week because last <laughs> week fucking hurt. Oh, man. Pat Robertson you know, wants to uh, talk to us about uh, how we should fight the Muslim invasion of this country. I, I didn't realize. I didn't realize. I didn't realize we were under attack. You know, uh, but he says we should fight the Muslim invasion like the body fights disease. So apparently, pretty poorly because there's a lot of diseases that can fucking kill you. <laughs> anyway, let's, let's let's hear what. You, the flesh-colored Yoda has to say about this stuff. Our bodies are amazingly resilient. and uh, I keep saying that every time I see you on fucking camera. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> you keep melting. How are you still alive? Oh. He, he, he has a lot of money. He's got those he Alex, Alex to, Jones to life extension modern techniques. Medical treatment. I remember watching the video a number of years ago, like a long time ago, where he was like leg pressing a thousand pounds. Did anybody else, anybody else ever catch this one? Who no. was this? Pat Robertson, where he was like he. This was before he got to his current state of you know, half melted human being with pointy ears. <laughs> you know? an, an, an elf skin dancer essentially is what we have right now. But there was a time maybe about fifteen years ago or so back. I mean, it was really it was a while ago. Where I was watch, I was watching Seven Hundred Club. I don't know why. Maybe I just hit the wrong channel. <laughs> I don't know. But he was like at the gym. He's like, through the power of God, I'm gonna leg press this thousand pounds of weight. And it was like those guys that I don't know if anybody out there's gym rat kind of material. But I used to, I used to go to the gym like every day for a couple hours. I mean, because I, before I had kids, you had just disposable time to do this kind of shit. And so mm-hmm. he would get on the leg press, which is the leg sled, whatever you want to call it. And mm-hmm. he had it loaded up a thousand pounds. And, you know, you're supposed to be laying back on it like this and your body's here and your legs are out like this. And his like leg press was like a little bit of and he's like, I did a thousand pounds. I'm like, dude, like almost anybody can fucking do that. I bet you kids could do that with the right kind of leverage, you know, <laughs> like, like a leg press is where you're supposed to bring the weight up to your fucking chest. And then you push it out again. That's what a squat is, you know? Yeah. It's, it's a squat. Yeah. But this guy, no, he's like, Oh, praise Jesus. I did it. It's like, no, no, <laughs> you, pr- you didn't oh, really, not really, man. Anyway, uh, the body's an amazing thing. They can throw off a small infection. Something comes up and the body has mechanisms to deal with it. And the body closes. Wait a minute. Did you hear that little bit of (laughs) 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 Let me rewind just a couple of seconds because that's just. Closes in on the invader and to deal with it. And the body closes (laughs) in on the. That's <laughs> terrible, man. The body closes in on it. He 
was <laughs> choking on his own bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, hey, Pat, how do we know these the body can do this stuff? What 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 <laughs> natural like order of us learning about the world around us taught you about the body being able to do this thing? How is it we know that the body can fight off infections from different mutated strains of bacteria, but not viruses? How do we know this? That's all uh, clearly outlined in the Bible. Yeah, yeah, it, it yes, just says clearly. It. Well, clearly. the Bible also says like they're, you can. They're different. They're different versions of demons. There's a there's a section <laughs> based on you know um, animal husbandry where like you can apparently make a striped <laughs> cow if you like. Have if they make the cows have sex in front of bushes or some shit like that? Like, <laughs> stupid. Later and kills it, and the body stays strong. But there comes a time if the infection is allowed to spread, and it will spread rapidly when the invader overtakes the healthy body, like cancer or religion. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite the same thing. But. At which point there is sickness and then ultimately death. Now, no society should allow some alien body to come to its midst that preaches terror, preaches overthrow, preaches violence, and preaches another form of government. I agree. Christianity should be left and kept, <laughs> kept out at all costs. <laughs> we shouldn't have that. Now, that's what is being allowed in Belgium and France and other parts of Europe in the name of political correctness. And the so political correctness. What? Is he drunk? Is he it's, having a stroke on stage right now? But really? Fucking like, France? You do realize that France, France and Muslims, they don't quite get along sometimes no. a lot. You know? No, not at all. They're the ones that pass the, you know, you can't wear hijab. You know, or you yeah. can't wear the the uh, what the, whatever the full body one is where the uh, burqa, yeah, the burqa yeah. is like no. or yeah. the niqab. France? That's what is niqab. It's like yeah, Fran France has some very anti-Muslim laws in place right now, which is a anti-theist. Uh, I'm like, yeah, you should have to take your driver's license photo with your fucking headscarf off. I don't <laughs> kidding. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a form of identification. Yeah, I mean, why not mm -hmm. just put up a a black veil for anybody then i mean it's that's the whole point <laughs> that's the whole point they it is used to identify you oh but mm -hmm. that's the government saying we should be able to keep track of you at all times it's like no no that's not how that works mm -hmm. at all like we want to be able to say are you you yes you are you <laughs> otherwise we don't believe you <laughs> and talking about belgium belgium is so fucking laid back i don't know why I mean, I understand why they chose to attack, but at the same time, it's like, if you want to talk about a live and let live kind of society, that country fucking embodies that thing. Because they yeah. they have a lot of lax laws that they look at us in America and they're like, wow, you guys are so fucking uptight. It's amazing that you can even <laughs> fart, man. <laughs> Call socialist liberals think, let's, I want to be, you know, open and I want to be welcoming to these uh, people who come in. Okay, a few of them, fine. It's assimilate into the society, learn the language, learn the customs, and be Belgians. But be, these people... Be Belgians. Be Belgians. <laughs> that sounds like a t-shirt we need to make. Be Belgians. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, I don't understand why the, the right, especially the religious right, has this whole 
you know, you need to conform to our society kind of thing. And I see it a lot because I have a lot of right wing people that still post shit on my Facebook page. And or, uh, mm-hmm. I talk with a lot of people that believe this thing. Like immigration doesn't mean that you get to keep your culture. I'm like, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah it does, man. It's like, like, it's not like, hey, welcome to America. You believe in Jesus now. You you have to eat <laughs> hamburgers at every fucking meal. You know. I mean, within reason, right? I mean, you, well, you yeah. can't you can't perform honor killings yeah yeah i mean there, there <laughs> is a limit you can't to break it. the law when it comes to like uh, a country's laws yeah you have to adopt the laws of that country because i mean you have american uh you have um sorry christians in america trying to push for their own version of like like sharia but yeah. you also have people that are muslim that want the the sharia law kind of thing going on but it's like at the same time, it's like we didn't impose the same kind of shit when we brought slaves in here. We didn't. Impo- I mean, well, actually, we kind of forced them to. But um, <laughs> but when the Irish came over, we didn't say, hey, 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 you can't play that concertina. You can't play. You cannot have that. Stop music eating here. those fucking potatoes. Stop bringing over <laughs> food with you. Stop. You know, no more redheads. No. Gingers, get the fuck out of this country. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But it's just like, okay, you do have to assimilate. At, for people that try to come to America, they, they honestly want mm-hmm. to be part of America. And the thing that I grew up believing in, the thing that I've always read on when I was a kid is that this is a melting pot. This is the country where it's all immigrants yeah. because we said, fuck you, natives. You know, this is this belongs to everybody. <laughs> you know? oh, ben this Carson is ours says now. It's a salad. Yeah. He wants to toss that salad. <laughs> <laughs> The great American salad. <laughs> so sexy. With ranch dressing. Lots and lots of it. Just drown that shit in ranch dressing until it's just one giant bowl of homogenous gloop. The Mormons mm. love their ranch, dude. I, I, <gasps> oh, fuck. And they love their, like, non-flavored dishes. I cannot handle <laughs> some of the covered dishes I've had where it's like, did you put any salt in this at all? I mean... Pepper? Is there any pepper anywhere? <laughs> Drown this shit in pepper. Get some flavor. Oh, one of the Peppers worst of the devil. It's so spicy. One of the uh. worst is the like someone. I went camping one time. Well, quote unquote camping. We were at Lava Hot Springs, so it didn't really count. But <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a hot springs that's like an hour and a half north of Clearfield. So it's like up in Idaho near there somewhere. It's, it's really <laughs> not a destination place for anybody. I mean, it's kind of cool to no. go to a hot spring, but I'm sure you have them nearby you. Every place has fucking thermal vents that like led into a local water aquifer. So, you know, mm-hmm. hot springs are fun. But anyway, the, uh, when we were camping, oh, camping, I should say, uh, they had the RV and we had the tent and they're like, we're going to make a, we're going to make chick. We're going to make Italian chicken tonight. And I'm like, Oh sweet. They're going to be like rosemary. There's going to be some good flavoring in here. It's going to be full of garlic and you know, maybe a Marsala sauce. <laughs> mm, that's going to be good. No. They're going to top it with some cheese. No, it's Italian dressing over fucking chicken. Yeah. Like, like cooked onto it. And I'm like, <sighs> do you have anything else? Well, we made rice. I'm like, oh, great. Maybe we're going to have some like good, like short grain rice. No, no, it's like minute no. rice. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, what else could they possibly have? Oh, we have dessert. Um, well, Mormons fucking know dessert. I'll give them credit for that. <laughs> unless, unless you're stuck with the, the, the green jello with carrots, like, like carrot, shredded carrots in it. I've mm-hmm. never fucking understood that one. <laughs> never. I, I, 
I've never even seen that. I you think haven't? that's a myth. No, no I haven't no, seen that. Real. Nope, it's very fucking real. <laughs> Is your family not really LDS? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see your credentials. I want to see your paperwork. Let me show, show me your lineage. <laughs> okay, Pat Robertson. Okay. They're keeping on with their Islamic customs, their Islamic dress. They're speaking Arabic. And uh, they're in the middle of Belgium, and they're growing and metastasizing. And it won't be long before they overwhelm the healthy body. And that's what the host, I mean, the guest on that program. The host? Is he talking Jesus again? What? I don't know. <laughs> Metastasizing. I can't believe he used that word for, you know. He, yeah. Them, them Arabs are fucking at a higher rate than us white people. <laughs> Ugh, it's gross, man. And we're showing. I appreciate Chris. But, you know, it's true that we, we, here in America and other places, we can only stand so much infection before it overwhelms us. But once you've allowed that to occur mm. and roots have gone down into a city or a region, is it too late to change that? What do you do? The most uh, uh, Muslim part of the United States, I would say the most Muslim part, would be like Dearborn, Michigan. Yeah. And there's people that are like, I hate them Arabs, but I, you don't hear about fucking horrible shit going on there. You don't hear about them like child briding people. You don't hear about the female circumcisions or anything like that. Yeah. It's probably just a community of people that get together. I bet you get a fucking really rocking dinner there. I bet you'd be able to get some great fucking food. Mm -hmm. It would have to be halal, of course, but that's another that's another topic <laughs> yeah. for another show. But yeah, no. If you've ever been to Dearborn, Michigan, or the surrounding areas, it is about as generic American. As it's as Americana. You can get. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't really <laughs> settle in Michigan and not pick up a lot of fucking Michigan stuff. So. Yeah, it's. Yeah, there are more. There Let's are go ahead more and compare like it to Detroit Let's, and shops. I mean, you 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 see you see like road signs in Arabic. Oh I mean, my not god! Not just Arabic, but there, there's like, <laughs> but they do that because a big portion of their population speak speaks Arabic. Yeah, and that's what happens with immigrants. People come over. They speak their native language. When we get enough Patreon money, let's go to let's go to Dearborn during the Eid. That'd be fun. <laughs> see if they do the old goat slaughtering thing that'll be interesting oh that'd be fun not really but it's going to take violence to uh they've got to move in with the police uh, uh drag nets and you they've got they have a the stomach for that well no well, that's the problem you don't want to you know because it seems like you're violating people's civil rights you don't if you it seems with, like it if you move in with the police force saying you need to get no, the fuck yeah. out of here yeah you're violating that's their fucking rights exactly what you're doing and you don't you don't give up your civil rights if you're not uh, a Christian. I bet you the Hispanic people are like, man, I, well, I, not for Trump, really, but for anybody else. Like, <laughs> I'm so glad they're talking about the Muslims nowadays because they don't give a shit about us Mexican people anymore. <laughs> they're fine. They're finally starting to go. All right. You guys are OK. You're 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 all right. Hey, for reals, though, some of the best like Mexican food. It's like here in Utah. I love a lot of the fucking restaurants that we have here. <laughs> there are a few really good ones around. What's the uh, yeah. What's the one we went to for your birthday, Dan? That one was fucking legit. I like that place a lot. El Chihuahua. El Chihuahua. Yeah, El they, Chihuahua. they make nice. a they make a drink there called the Death Star, and it's like a quart 
of liquor <laughs> with a rubber ducky inside of it. It's good stuff. They limit you to two. <laughs> My wife has two, so I have four. Yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry. Back, back to Pat. I want to take away their liberty and uh, violate the, the thing you are, but people have got to stand up and recognize the threat if they don't do it. Um, the, the society's doomed, and that's what's happening. All of our shows are showing, I mean, our reporters are showing, that Europe is doomed, doomed because they refuse to acknowledge the existence of a pathogen in their midst, an infection that has come in. And that's what radical Islam is. It's an infection. And we have a president here in America who refuses to name it, refuses to identify it, and refuses to give us what's needed to kill the infection. Oh man. What they, about they, radical Christianity? They think oh, that Jesus. Obama saying, you know, this was the result of radical Islam is going to be like like the the heavens will open up and fucking like mm -hmm. beams from God will come down and shine upon the Muslims and they'll be like I can't have the light. <laughs> no, yeah, no. And, no. The president the president and his staff are smart enough to realize that if they were to do that, if they were to say that, it would be marginalizing would a lot of loose. fucking people. So. Yeah, all hell would break loose on these communities that mm -hmm. are, by and large, very peaceful people. I just can't believe. I mean, it. he he he's he rec they they recognize that it's it is radicalized people. Yeah, it has nothing to do with like. I mean, th there have been more attacks in the last, I think, last decade in the United States where they mm -hmm. have come from religious Christian people or just yeah. re regular crazy fucking people compared to the amount of Islamic crazy people. I mean, yeah. you have you had San Bernardino that happened, but at the same time, you had a guy a couple of months before that that was a Seventh-day Adventist that shot up a news mm -hmm. reporter. You had, I mean, you can just list the amount of mass shootings based on Christian people. Yeah. And compare it I mean, to the amount of people that were Islam. It's like, yeah, hand over fist is going to be winning with, with Christianity. Yeah. Well, and, and certainly, yeah. I, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go for it. Uh, it's it's just, it's crazy people. And when you take crazy person and you immerse them into extremist ideology, it, bad shit's going to happen. Yeah, it's a powder keg. It's waiting to happen, but. Yeah. Well, and, and certainly terrorism is bad and ISIS is bad and. Boko Haram is bad. All of these groups are bad. But I, I was watching Fox News Sunday this morning, and uh, Chris Wallace interviewed President Obama and made a big deal about how, well, this is the first time you've come on our show since you were, you've become president. And, you know, he hammered that a few times, which, you know, why the fuck like, would he go on your fuck, show if dude? you guys are assholes <laughs> all the time? But, he, you know, Chris Wallace said, well, you know, you've said... People, people have criticized you because you won't say radical Islam and that, you know, they think you're too soft on terrorism because you make statements like, you know, more people die in a bathtub or in a car accident than through terrorism here in the United States, which is absolutely fucking it's true. true. Yeah, you it's have more, absolutely true. You have more people dying from gunshot from toddler than <laughs> Islam right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Chris Wallace said, you know, so some people say you're too soft on terrorism, and, and Obama said, you know, well, I've I've killed more terrorist leaders than any other president before me. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> he didn't say it, but, you know, the, the undertone there was, you know, I'm the one who got Osama bin Laden, so shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> I, I just think Obama should point, like, go more, 
scoreboard. He <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> really should sometimes. Yeah. Be like, oh, but it's his fault that ISIS came up. No, no, it's really not his no. fault. Yeah, it's like these people are completely divorced from reality and are hell-bent on being afraid of every little fucking thing they can think of. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Uh, that's all I got for Pat Robertson. I think that's a... Oh, good. We've, we've gone... Whoa, it's been like a fucking hour. Hey, thanks for sticking <laughs> around, people. Uh, we're going to go to break real quick. Going to go download some liquids and then be right back with the final segment of the show where we're going to talk about Dan and his amazing show, how they've they've crossed the threshold into triple digits now. So anyway, Woo-hoo! we're going to be right back. Uh, catch, us, catch us in a second. This is Utah Outcast. This is Dan. This is Kyle. This is X. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dan, Ryan, and Matt with the Godless Revolution podcast. We've had a lot of great guests on this show. Such as Russell Glasser, Dan Errol, Brian Fields, David Silverman, Doug Mesner, a.k.a. Lucian Greaves, and Joey Kirkman, whom we love a lot. We've also had a lot of really cool local guests. And we're a podcast that likes to fight for the separation of church and state and against anti-skepticism of all kinds. You should give us a listen, because if you don't, you're going to be really sad. Make your ears happy. Listen to the Godless Revolution podcast. All right, so we're back for our final segment of the show. Um, sorry about the the fun with real audio going a little long. That's how it always tends to go. <laughs> um, with season two coming up here pretty soon, we're almost at God. We're almost at fifty two episodes. That's that's what I'm going to call a season, people, because that's that's a whole year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're going to move in a couple of new things for the year. We're probably going to be trimming down a couple of other items. Um, I don't know. Send us your suggestions. Anything you want to hear from us? I mean, we're probably going to feature more rants. We're going to be probably playing some more games with people because people like games and top 10 lists and stuff like that so we're not trying games to do radio fun. on you guys but it, it was really fun the other day to play dale gribble versus um donald <laughs> trump so oh that was fun <laughs> that was that was yeah it was a good one so anyway uh for people that are just probably hopefully not just joining us like an hour and a half into the show already uh we have dan <laughs> ellis and he is the he is the producer and a, one of the co-hosts of the Godless Revolution podcast. If you don't know, uh, one of our more famous shows that gets a lot of fucking downloads and a lot of plays on YouTube is uh, Utah Outcast versus the Soulless Ginger, and that's Dan here, of course, <laughs> <laughs> because he he has sold his soul to a mechanic that lives in Wyoming right now. Who actually? Well, I, I lost well, it. I didn't really sell. You didn't it. sell it. Okay. Oh, yeah. I don't know the whole. It's a secret Facebook group out there for only the cool people, <laughs> where we we track where his soul has been or where it currently is. And right now, it's residing in a mechanic's uh, shop in Wyoming. It came yes. down for a visit a couple weeks ago, but it did. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a pretty fun group. I like that. Uh, Ken, you know. Takes my takes my soul out on fun little trips around Wamsutter, Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a, a grassroots effort. I'm like, we should go up there and steal it. We should take it back. <laughs> it's not like a, a fucking uh, 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 what the hell do I want to call it from Harry Potter? A uh, Horcrux. Horcrux. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need a basilisk tooth to stab into it to make sure it dies. You know, nothing. Are like you that. sure? I don't know that anybody's ever tried to kill it. Well, I know Ken but. is terrified that somebody would open the jar and let it out. <laughs> <laughs> and only because I'm I'm the juggalo of the group, I have to say that there is a song where they catch death in a jar. It's pretty fucking dumb, but dude, <laughs> I, I fucking love that group. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care how re- weirdly religious they are on some things. They make me fucking giggle. That's all that matters sometimes <laughs> with music is, you know, you're able to have a laugh at shit. 
I like a couple of their songs. Yes, uh, thank you. So I was talking probably about... how many times is probably my favorite. That's a <laughs> that's off Malenko, man. Like everybody yeah. became a fan of ICP at Malenko. Yeah, everybody's like, "Shut up, Juggalo! Shut up, God! <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys! Mighty Death Pop was the good album. Shut up!" <laughs> I, don't know. I I I promised myself I wouldn't make funny of that make funnier for that anymore. No, I mean, well, because it's a well that you've gone to so many goddamn times, it's, it's been tapped dry. Chris is down with the clown. I am. I am a juggalo. I mean, I don't have any tattoos or anything, but I <laughs> funny, funny story. Blueberry uh-huh. territory here. I had a friend that um, I don't know if he's still alive or anything, but he used to work security at Saltero. I don't know if he's still alive. Well, he was, <laughs> when I was a bag, when I was a bagger at the commissary, I, I worked at the commissary at Hill Air Force Base, which is a tips only weird fucking position and you had to wear white shirts and i was still like a really big juggalo at the time so like i had the whole white polo shirt thing going on that you're supposed to wear but then i had the fucking like 40 inch jenkos at the uh, at the bottom and then i had the (laughs) the spider leg hairdo like i used to have actually hair out to my shoulders that i used to braid up into fucking little tiny braids and shit yeah, I was I was really fucking dumb. Like like from, <laughs> from seventeen until twenty one, I was just I was obnoxious as fuck. I am glad nobody else knew me at the time. That's great. Uh, but let's see the the guy that I used to see there all the time. He was a security guard that used to do security for uh, a lot of the bands that came in at Salt Air. And there was one time like he brought me um. Uh, Dimebag, not Dimebag, uh, Phil Anselmo's from uh, from Pantera. He brought me his uh, he brought me his bottle, empty bottle of um, uh, what the fuck is the the name of the 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 liquor from fucking Tennessee? God damn it! What's the name of it? It's the uh, it's the shitty whiskey that everybody thinks is really good. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. Sorry, I'm horrible with names, people. If you haven't learned this by now, <laughs> it's the black label fucking whiskey bottle with bourbon, whatever the hell you want to call it. It's the Jack Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels. Yeah, he brought me in like an empty bottle of Jack Daniels. <laughs> like, yeah, Phil Phil left this in the, his dressing room, and so while my security guy is like stealing shit from dressing rooms and everything and bringing it to me at this at the commissary, he's like, he brought me one time like the used sweat socks and sweat towels from the ICP that they were like soaked in fucking Fago and everything. And they had them backstage <laughs> and he brought them to me along with like some like used like grease paint, like pins and everything that they used to decorate themselves. And I'm like, I held on to those for a long fucking time until These I opened their faces and feet <laughs> until I opened the bag and I caught a whiff of it. And I'm like, Oh, ugh. I'm like, I'm like, I need to get rid of this. This is fucking disgusting. This is dumb. <laughs> this smells worse than my towel in the corner. Yeah, it really did. <laughs> oh, man, fucking terrible. I used to have a futon at the time, too. You know, don't trust anybody that has a fucking futon as their main bed and couch. <laughs> yeah, this is true. No. My my ex-wife had a futon. They're not made for sleeping. No, actually, Nuh-uh. I haven't slept any on anything like as good as I used to on that, I think. <laughs> I had a waterbed that I still miss. Oh, I fucking love waterbeds. I think we, I think I talked about it on the show a couple of months ago where we were talking about waterbeds and we were like, yeah, mm-hmm. waterbeds. I love that. Dude, bed. I could sleep on that thing like nobody's business. It's Turn like the a, temperature down so it was nice and cool under me. Ah, oh, fucking loved it. And like in the winter months, you could crank it up a little bit and have a nice oh, water yeah. bed. Oh, man. I love my waterbed. It was a pain in the ass to put the sheets on it, but <laughs> God, it was great. <laughs> You always felt like 
yeah, you never really had the, the thought of, you know, like if the thing fucking cracked open, it's going to let loose like thousands of gallons of water upon the floor. Or, you know, <laughs> how bad that water probably stunk, you know, but you're always searching for the, the thing that lets you move it around. You're like, I need that special thing that you hook up to your faucet that lets you fill it up or drain it. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody out there gets this. So anyway, Dan, welcome yes. back to the panel. This is your third show. Third? Maybe fourth. Fuck, I don't know. It's hard uh, or fourth. You, I kind of lose count yeah. after a while, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you guys just recently, I mean, as of Thursday, I would say, maybe for, when did you guys release the episode? Friday? It was Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And you guys released your 100th fucking episode of the show. Congratulations, yes, by the way. Do. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's a that's a good milestone. Yeah, yeah a lot of a yeah. lot, of, lot of podcasts don't don't get that far, and a lot yeah. of them don't realize at that point and they're like, "Fuck, I really should have done better with my cataloging of files because now it's going to be all weird. Now it's all three digits and shit. What the, what am I going to do?" <laughs> that, that's when yeah, I learned I... To, to catalog by date instead of episode number. yeah i've actually been going back through a lot of our old episodes and re-editing and reposting them because they were they were very roughly you know we're just we're learning how to do shit yeah yeah what works and what doesn't and how close to be to your microphone (laughs) well and i i joke um a lot of uh, we were talking we had uh i had landon campbell with us last night as a one of the carpool guys and as we we're going home, me and Kyle were reminiscing about podcasts of days past where because Kyle <laughs> and I had done another show for I think we brought you in like episode 70 or so. And we ran out from like 70 to like 150. Yeah. I mean, we never had the audience. We never quite had the audience for this. No. I mean, and I don't blame them. And we Why didn't, would you listen to it? No, we never recorded we it because we wanted people to listen to it. We just recorded it because it was a fucking good time. <laughs> but anyway. We're telling Landon about all the lessons learned and everything, and it's it really mm-hmm. is like like anybody that would want to go back and listen to the the single digits of when I first started podcasting, you have to be a glutton for fucking punishment because you can hear <laughs> how nervous I am on the first couple of minutes of like, hi, this is this is Chris, and welcome to um the Red Light Roundtable. It's just it's really <laughs> uncomfortable, and I'm trying to be I'm trying to be more cool than I really should be. I'm like trying to like m- like audio in fucking more human than human from Rob Zombie, and it's just like I'm like, dude, you're you're trying so hard to be edgy, and this is not fucking working. <laughs> but uh, thankfully, all of those episodes have been pulled from the internet. I have them currently, but. <laughs> But sorry, this isn't about me. This is about you guys reaching episode 100. So, yeah, fucking congratulations with that. That's really cool. Yeah, thank you very much, man. It it uh we had a lot of fun recording number 100. Uh Matt had thrown together a bunch of clips from old shows and that that takes up like the last 35 minutes or so of the show. Oh, and it's glorious. But, yeah, but ahead of that it was, you know, we covered some news items and just kind of reminisced a little bit, but yeah. It I made me, really made like recording that those you, you had no idea what a fupa was. I, I honestly <laughs> didn't, man. I've never heard of a fupa before. Well, and I, I meant to bring it up. I was going to send you guys a message, but since you're here, I'll talk about it here. Uh, yeah. Ryan was saying that a fupa is a fatty upper pussy area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it also Which works for correct. guys <laughs> as a fatty upper penile area. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. so it works for both. So. 
Yeah, I, well, and when I looked it up on, because, of course, you know, I you have to wanted to find out all the things yeah. about it. You I looked it up on Urban it. Dictionary afterward, <laughs> and I'm like, fucking Google Fupa. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I looked it up on Urban Dictionary, and it was a uh, fatty upper pubic area. Oh, that works even better. That works so, for sexes, so. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it works for everybody. It's the thing that makes the tree seem a lot shorter than it really is. <laughs> <laughs> I could push really hard on there and get like two more inches. It's amazing. <laughs> just don't. yeah, I, I I really like recording with those guys. I mean, I just it's it's great that we have a pretty decent audience. But um, even if we didn't, I still would just have a good fucking time recording with those guys every and week. For a lot of people that do podcasts, that that's mainly what it is. You have a good time doing it. it it's great to have yeah. an audience and have people listen to it. But at the same time, it's great for you to be able to like take time away from the real world and encapsulate a couple of hours within like uh, within the audio parameters and just be like so how you guys been doing today what have you been up to it's like it's like a a formal hey what's up guys you know let's go for a beer kind of thing yeah so yeah it's just a whole lot of fun i've always enjoyed podcasting i fucking love this i love this medium i love that it's a very um intimate form of media because there's a lot of people out there that like if you hear shit on radio, like radio's radio, TV is TV, but podcasting is very, very much like one to one kind of thing. I mean, you can oh, hear, yes. you can hear a lot of like NPR shows and regular radio shows on podcasts and everything, but this is like the only media where you can get where it could be tailored specifically for audience X, Y, or Z. So, and that I I really love this medium. Yeah, and I you know like I said I I would do it even if we didn't have an audience, but I. I really love getting messages from our listeners that, you know, hey, I just want to let you guys know I love the show. It, you know, helps me kill some time during the day or it makes me feel like I'm sitting in a room talking with some friends. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you have you have me laughing all day long while I'm listening to it or, yeah, you guys, you know, you you talked about this and I was thinking the same thing. It really pisses me off, too. And what can we do? And yeah, it's just awesome. I love hearing I love hearing from our audience for sure. Yeah. And what's what's interesting is that and for a lot of people that are that might be thinking about doing podcasting or getting into podcasting, that kind of thing, is that you need to you need to realize you'll hear more from the people that are against your position. You'll hear more negative stuff than you will positive. And so whenever you get anything come through positive, you got to fucking hold on to that really hard. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, because you'll you'll get the guys be like, well, on this last episode, you guys said this and you're just wrong about it. And. Sorry, Dan, I'm guilty of that. I, I corrected you guys on how to train your dragon and Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, that's just it. I mean, I, I don't mind being wrong I, because I don't want to continue thinking a wrong thing, right? If I'm wrong, I want somebody to point it out so that I don't go walking around thinking something wrong and telling somebody else the same thing that is wrong and yeah. having them figure out later that I was a stupid ass because I told them <laughs> whatever that was wrong. So well, if I'm wrong, I want somebody to point it out. Well, we don't. We've been meaning to get Matt on the show, but he's and he'll give me shit for this probably on Facebook. But he, <laughs> he's he's not technophobic. He's just not on Skype, and so it's it's kind of hard for me to like wrangle somebody into the show with for like live shows and stuff like that. But um, like you guys, you and you and Matt can like, and sometimes Ryan can rattle off like sports ball stuff, and I'm just like, mm, I got nothing. <laughs> like I could sing, I could sing you the 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 whole chorus to any song from Chicago, but you know, 
<laughs> Matt's much more up on the sports ball stuff than me for sure, but yeah, I like the sporties. I don't, I don't hate sports. I just, I just don't. For and but Matt will give me shit sometimes for like comic book movies and stuff like that, or like comic books. He's like, yeah, <laughs> comics, and I'm like, yeah, sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he's made he's made a couple comments about how he doesn't go to any of the. Marvel or DC Universe movies because I'm not 12. (laughs) (laughs) I love that one. (laughs) Come on, man. They're fun. They are. They're a whole lot of fun. I'm sorry. We're not all watching movies like radio. Come on, man. (laughs) I want to see somebody pretend to be half-tard. That's that's funny. (laughs) Wait, that's... uh, Who played that role? I'm not even going to go down the name game anymore. I'm not even going to try to play that. I'm I'm not at the point where I can... That was Cuba that was, Gooding Jr. Cuba that was Gooding Cuba Gooding Jr. Uh, yeah. That was Cuba. He didn't get a Oscar for that one, though, did he? No, he didn't. Neither did, did. Uh, Johnny, not Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp didn't play the brother of Gilbert <laughs> <Davis>. <laughs> DiCaprio. Yeah, it yeah. was DiCaprio. He should have got an Oscar for that one. Gilbert! What's wrong, Gilbert? Mom's dead! It's <laughs> <laughs> a classic movie. That's so 90s, though. It's like, ugh. Uh, it's, so it's angsty. Dis- it's disgustingly 90s cinema. It's like that came out about <laughs> the same time Powder did. You go watch a bunch of Powder and it's like, Ugh. oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So uh, to tell the people out there exactly where they can find you, Dan, what what your guys' show is about and stuff like that. And I mean, just get your plug out of the way. Come on. Uh, they can find us on Podbean. That's where that's where we house all of our episodes. You can find us there at godlessrevolution.podbean.com. They can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, any other podcast aggregator. Uh, they can send us email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com. Twitter our twatter at TGR podcast. Uh, or they can call and leave us a voicemail or text message at 33081 rebel. <laughs> people that listen will know what that that's all about <laughs> so unfortunately this is the part of the show where we need to talk about our either our highs and lows for the week or give somebody a suggestion of something they need to check out or anything so uh let's go ahead and get into our final feature for the week and we'll we'll call it quits um for me Yay. i i am a subscriber on um google play music i've i've used them for like the last number of years only because i like like when they first came out they was like a it was like a netflix for music kind of thing i mean this is i didn't know spotify i didn't know any of that other shit and so when i jumped on it was like eight bucks a month and it's gone up since then to like 10 but like literally like new albums you can get them for for me i say if i can get a new album every month it's paid for itself and i get to keep all my music stored on there and get to listen to just about anything i want to but anyway, there is a new album by Deftones that came out this like coming out this week, but they released it on there ahead of release. And so Ooh. And if anybody likes Chino Marino or any any anything from Deftones in the last couple of years, like it's it is the same kind of Deftonesy sound that you get, but ever since they lost their uh one of their guitarists, like they've replaced it with another guy that fills the role really nicely and you could tell he's really trying to be part of the deftones and so it's it's a really fucking good album it's called gore you'll need to go check it out the the cover of the album has a whole bunch of flamingos flying in the air but man i I listened to it today while i was doing my yard work and that's a really good album i love those guys i i've (laughs) liked them ever since they came 
fuck, it was like 97 when they came to Salt Air for the first time. And they mm-hmm. were touring with Corn and Gravity Kills and Sister Machine Gun. Mm-hmm. And they were the, the opening act. And there's rarely any times in your life where you see an opening act that blows everybody else out of the water. I remember vividly hearing Henry Rollins talking about going to a concert and seeing, like, going to see somebody in particular, but this opening act blew him fucking away. And the opening act for them was, was uh, uh, Van Halen. And he's he was just floored by that. And for me, Deftones came out and they stole the whole fucking show. So, like, every band after that, I'm like, yeah, that was good, but that's not as good as the band <laughs> that played first. It's like, yeah, and, I know exactly what you're talking about. I went, and, I went to go see Red Hot Chili Peppers, mm-hmm. and Foo Fighters opened for them oh and fucking God, stole dude. the show. Uh, Foo are, Fighters put on a great fucking show, man. So much better than Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like, the, the first three Foo Fighters albums are just fucking great. I love yeah. every single one of their songs. I love yeah. that group. Yeah, they're all really good. Yeah, and they so, they just they killed over Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like the Chili Peppers came out, and I was disappointed after after <laughs> having seen after having seen Foo Fighters just perform. It was a disappointment. Yeah, yeah. And so, if if anybody out there hasn't ever listened to Deftones, like their first two albums are very much like very hardcorey kind of stuff like it's almost new metal kind of stuff like you have mm-hmm. adrenaline was their first album then beyond the fur was a really good follow-up album but like once they got past like a uh, white Ho- white pony and um anything after that like hexagram and stuff like that it came to be like this really kind of like it's kind of like chill metal it's really like like chino just kind of sings really low-key kind of stuff and but like the band fucking just kills it every fucking album and this this album is just just as good as anything you got off of Saturday Night Wrist. I, I love these guys. Hmm. I'll have to check it out. Good album, especially if you're a, mm-hmm. uh, a person that uses like a service like that. I mean, I, I see it as like, oh, I got a new album for free. Yay. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm on the family plan with the Google Music, so. That's a good it's service. Cool. I fucking love oh, it. Oh, it's fucking awesome, man. And then you get YouTube Red YouTube also. Red, yeah, yeah, because I, I watch a lot <laughs> of fucking YouTube, and it's great not have to have commercials. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I really dig it, man. And the whole family's on there for I think I pay fifteen, sixteen bucks a month for four or five accounts. I'll have to do that with the family because my wife's like, How are you finding all this music? I'm like <laughs> It's eight bucks a month, woman. I got this. <laughs> it's good. So that's it for me. Uh Kyle, Dan, you got anything you want to share highs and lows for the week? Go ahead, oh, Kyle. Um I guess I guess I already kind of covered my high point um my dad recovering yeah was yay i mean i mean he's he's still got he's still got a ways to go um but he's not but dead he, uh, <laughs> yeah the the turnaround he's done is has been a, a big a real big high point um uh well he's so got a ways on, to go because uh, his, his lung tissue has to recover from all the years of not getting the blood oh, yeah. supply it needed right Oh yeah, there's there's a there's a lot of recovery his his body has to do now that uh, now that things are are kind of working properly. Uh, they put all the blood tubes back where they sh- are supposed to be going. <laughs> That's <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they got they, the plumbers fixed, in there and fixed it all up. I have a they, uh, fi- they fixed up all the blood tubing. The the gym uh, that I the gym that I used to go to here in uh, Clear well it's Layton but um it was called Fat Albert's Gym and it used to be a mom and pop kind of establishment thing. 
the mm-hmm. guy that ran the gym for like the longest time built most of the equipment that was in there because he was like steel worker kind of guy. He went for a quadruple bypass. And Damn. so already Those you're, are... you're at a fucking risk for that kind of thing. Yeah. Made it through the bypass and he was in recovery and he went back home and then a blood clot got him. Uh, and I was like, oh, dude, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, my old father-in-law had a sextuple bypass. Jesus Christ, Holy man. I didn't shit. know that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. Science is great, isn't it? <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it over uh, religion any day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, another high point. So, going, going to the uh, the atheist party on Saturday uh, last night and getting groped. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> oh God! Um, so even before I even get into that, uh, so before before the before the party, uh, there was the yard work that hurt me. It it, it hurt me bad. Uh, but it was a it was a neighborhood event. Um, everybody from the, from not everybody, but a lot of people from the neighborhood. Uh, we all got together Saturday morning, and we basically just walked around the neighborhood. And took care of shit in everybody's everybody's yards, and they came over with a big trailer and helped us get rid of a whole bunch of dirt. TCB in the hood, and they and they, they helped us they helped us dig up a couple of our park strips to get rid of the grass because we don't want mm. fucking grass. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So we we did that, which is really interesting. I mean, only atheists in the neighborhood. Everybody else is in the church. And we don't see you awkward. on Sundays. What do you yeah, do? We don't see, yeah, it's so we've lived here about five years now. God, yeah. My wife still gets five, the visiting teachers coming by. <laughs> about yeah, we lived here about five years now, and we're still getting people who are like, "I don't think we've met you before." Yeah, <laughs> we we've been here. <laughs> oh man, that reminds oh. me the 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 neighborhood party should be coming up rather soon. Oh, I love the neighborhood party. The, the, the ward party, I should say. Fun. And yeah. I know there's a there's a house when I go running, I see them about uh three quarters of a mile away from my house where and it's someone from uh, Utah Atheist Group because I see pictures one time and I'm like, Oh, I know that car. You live in my neighborhood. <laughs> and so part of me wants to to wheel out the uh the ice chest next time that there's like the neighborhood parties like free beer, all you have to do is ask. You know, just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because we're talking like neighborhood party where, like, at the pavilion, like, they do the whole arms crossed and pretending to be serious. And, dear Heavenly Father, please bless and nourish this food. <laughs> or whatever the fuck they say. Oh, God. Please bless this so, food that it will nourish and yeah. strengthen our bodies. There you go. That's yeah. code words. That's Mormon code. <laughs> yeah. You have to wait. You have to wait for them to get about a quarter of the way into the prayer. Meanwhile, and my heathen open, children are fucking open. ripping up the shit. Yeah, let them rip it up and just as loudly as possible open a beer. <laughs> just crack the can. Don't try nope, to do go it. Go ahead, continue. Don't worry about me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking shotgun it while they're doing the prayer. Well, I told my wife last year, I'm like, I'm going to wear my atheist shirt. She's like, don't. No, come on. God, stop. And I'm like, that's not like it. I'm going to make any do friends it. here tonight, dear. Do it. Well, they're going to be wearing their BYU shit and their CTR rings oh, and their yeah, Jesus yeah. jammies. Well, yeah. I mean, I need to get a little a little more low-key atheist shirt because the only one that I have right now says atheists do it like nobody's watching. And I'm like, that's kind, <laughs> of, that's kind of like uh, 
Hey, I'm up to fuck. You need to, <laughs> my name is Buck. I like to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not a bad one. Do it. Just wear one that says DTF. D- whenever, <laughs> wherever. <laughs> DTF, WW. <laughs> All right, Dan, what about uh, you, man? So, what do you got? Oh, you got oh, it down. We, you still we got were, it down, don't yeah, you? Oh, well, I got it down, but then, yeah, we we're going to talk about the, uh, the oh, atheist yeah. party. And the groping. Uh, yes. The atheist parties get really interesting uh, once you reach a certain hour. Yeah, 11, 11 <laughs> everybody's, Yeah, everybody's had a few drinks, and the gropings, the gropings always start. Were we and, all groped by the same person? Well, it's Probably. interesting for me that, like, there's ladies that want to touch this. I'm like... I'm sure it's not the same. It's one of, it's gotta be, if Felicia was here, she'd be like, oh my God, you guys, groping is never okay. I'm like, no, it was sanctioned. It was fine. It was. She asked permission. And this is one of those, like, yeah, I'm okay with this because I don't get that in my everyday life. If it was, if it was something where it happened quite often, I'd be like, you no, don't touch me. No, gross. Like mm-hmm. someone walked up and be like, can I grab your ass? I'm like, Okay, it's for pooping. Sure. Go ahead. That's fine. I don't use it for nothing else, really. <laughs> yeah. And so that's where good. my poop comes out. I use that yeah, for so running the... and climbing things. That's about it. <laughs> I've got about three yeah. layers of clothing on over this. <laughs> yeah, there was there was a lot there was a lot of there was a lot of groping that that happened, uh, which is always interesting. Not only it, it's not only interesting to witness. But it's very interesting when it starts happening to you. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> is this real life? Is this real life? I need an adult. <laughs> <laughs> well, and somebody's like, they were talking about nipples at some point last night. And they're like, yeah, I think guys' nipples are hot. And I'm just like, I show mine on YouTube all the time. Look. And they're Look. Just, <laughs> <hey>. <laughs> it's just interesting. They're like, okay. Ooh, can I touch it? Can I touch it? And I'm like. It doesn't provide anything. You can't get milk from there. You know. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, that's a, that's a thing that happened. <laughs> it was interesting. It was a really interesting night. It was. It was. And I do. I do have to to mention. It was uh, nice to feel I, objectified for once. God damn it! It was. It was. <laughs> I don't. I don't get that nearly enough. No. Uh, I did also uh, during this party. I I got I got the drunk the drunk phone call. Uh oh. From. From from a good friend Luke. Oh, Luke from who, the, the Nerd Dome podcast and other Nerd Dome podcast. Show. Who was who was celebrating his birthday. Uh so he was having his birthday party, which uh he was he was a little sad when I told him I couldn't go because we, we had we had the zombie party. <laughs> so he, he promised a drunken phone call and and he delivered. Boy did he deliver. <laughs> boy, did, boy did he deliver. Um so yeah, you you need to go. You need to go listen to our our last episode of the the Nerd Dome uh, because there were there was a good good lengthy joke about the uh, uh, forgotten clitoris. Yeah, just the and, the title and, of the and, episode um, is "I Forgot the Clitoris," and then in parentheses it says "Unlimited Penis." Unlimited penis. So yes, if that doesn't sell it right there. I I don't I don't know what else could. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we almost See? we almost killed we almost killed one of our panelists by podcast making him laugh so hard audience. he turned purple. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, fucking, I love podcasting because you can go from anti-theist <laughs> shows to comic book shows to <laughs> I forgot the penis. You know? Yes. Okay. There so was... 
So what else yeah, you got, yeah, Kyle? Yeah. Well, oh, just the the my my low point my low point for the week right now is uh, getting old and having yard work hurt. Yeah. Sucks a lot. Before I've had a couple of drinks and everything, I came down to do the <laughs> show and I'm shuffling around like an old guy. I'm like, oh, I'm so oh. sore. You know, making dinner hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it probably had nothing to do with the fucking garden that I had to make today. That, that was fun. Busting up <laughs> soil and shit. When, I'm not John Henry, they, you know. When they say lift with your legs, not with your back, they're they're serious. Yeah, for sure. All right, so Dan, that leaves you, man. What have you been up to, man? Uh, I think the high was probably the uh, recording the 100th episode. Hey, that was a whole lot of yeah. fun. Um, for the low, uh, it was probably, uh, after, so on Wednesday we went to the, uh, spotlight premiere. Oh, that's right. You guys did the premiere at, with the uh, Restore Humanity folks. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was really cool. Seeing the movie was not the low, but, uh, Matt, it's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. It is a fantastic movie. If, if you haven't seen it yet, you definitely, should go out and, and watch it as soon as possible. It's a well, great it, movie. It breaks my heart that investigative journalism like that is all but a thing of the past. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's really need, hard to it's they really don't have hard the, to finance that now. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't have the funding for that kind of thing anymore. You can't have like a project where somebody's working on it for a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to have clickbait and shit. It's, just, it's too bad that that's the case. But anyway, sorry. Yeah, I'm digressing. So, oh, no, you're fine. Um, so Matt drove to my house and we carpooled from here to to the premiere or to the showing and you know then afterward we we come back and i pull into the garage and being an old man i go to get out of the car and i have bucket seats in my car and i swing (laughs) my left leg out and go to go to get the rest of my body out and happen to crush my left testicle (laughs) and i've been sore and in pain since then and it's it's slowly getting better but yeah i've i've had a swollen sore testicle since wednesday boy getting old fucking sucks nope they need to write (laughs) this shit down for you when you're in your teenage years be like there will be a Uh day where you sit on your balls yeah nobody in sex ed when i was in junior high or high school told me that i would one day sit on my own testicles there will be a day where your dick does not work the way you want it to. There will be a day where you need to take a piss, but you'll be standing there for quite a while trying to get the rest of it out. Come on, come on, come on, come on. You're like, no, it's not coming out. Maybe if I grab really far down and then pull, maybe that'll get the rest of it. It's an excessive shake. But yeah, other than that, things are yeah. Other than that, things are cruising away pretty smoothly. the The dog has not shit vomited on me for (laughs) more than a whole week now, which is awesome. So, no complaints there. Uh, Everything's just going swimmingly. Now, does he have? Is it finalized as Chappy or is or Chaplin? I should say. Okay. Yep. Nice. I kind of liked it as Dobby, but you know, dogs (laughs) respond wherever they're going to respond to. So. Yeah. yeah, I completely yeah. get there. He's right. fucking adorable. 
So that brings us, unfortunately, to the end of this episode. Uh, thanks to Dan. Mm-hmm. Thanks for Kyle for for showing up this time. Uh, let's see. That does it for this for this week. We're off to re- go record the Utah Outcast Secret, Secret Patron Show, where we're going to talk uh, Pastor James David Manning. Um, for all our patrons out there, uh, most especially Robert, who continues to dominate the Patreon leaderboard. Uh, if you, too, would like to join us on the other side and knock him off his hill, go to patreon.com slash Outcast and select a level that you would like to support the show at. Uh, we offer many rewards to those who do, including merchandise ranging from stickers to shirts and even shot glasses and stuff. Uh, any, anyway, thanks again to Kyle and Dan for joining me this week with a new episode. But uh, sadly, this is it, and this is the part where I must say to y'all that the Outcast will catch you again next week with a brand new episode. But until then, you're welcome. Good night, everybody. Oh, and uh, catch both of us this week on uh, the Godless Revolution podcast. We'll, we're going to be on their newest episode. It's going to be good times. Yay. It is going to be good times. Yep. And we'll I'll be prom- covering the Democratic debate. I, I jokingly was talking with Kyle last night. I'm like, I don't think they invited me for a while because I think I, I fell asleep at the. the <laughs> <laughs> that was a long fucking episode, man. <laughs> Well, I think well, we did. You did kids' debates, table right? and uh, kids' yeah. table and parents' table, so yeah. it was like it was six yeah. hours of you know. I didn't get out of there till like one thirty in the morning. It was like this is late. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, we're out of here. Show. We're off to do the patron show, so we'll catch you guys next week. Talk to you later. Bartender, I really did it this time. Broke my parole to have a good time. When I got home, it was six a.m. The door was locked, so I kicked it in. She was tripping on the bills. I think she was high on some pills. She threw my shit out into the yard. Then she called me a bum and slapped me real hard. And in my drunken stupor, I did what I should have never done. Now I'm sitting here talking to you.
shit and then stepped away. never fucking fails and I, I put on Facebook the other day that I put on my fucking underwear backwards the other day I felt so stupid <laughs> <laughs> I'm like nothing like being 36 and realizing you're still stupid you think you got a pretty good handle on life but next thing you know you're like I can't pee out my boxers because they're on backwards <laughs> I mean I wouldn't be stupid enough to put fucking briefs on backwards because it'd be like Wow, it's really roomy up here, but I got a thong going on. <laughs> this trap door is convenient back there. I can poop out of it. That'd be funny. <laughs> I wouldn't dare. I wouldn't even fucking try. <laughs> it's gross back there. I don't know how it's not like a strainer, you know, <laughs> with all the ass hair that goes on. It's gross. <laughs> <laughs>